Happy Monday, friends. So, my guest this week is the incredible Johnny Rogers. We had a great time getting to know one another. Uh, we had never had a longer conversation than maybe five minutes pr- prior to us meeting the day that we recorded this. Uh, one of my buddies was actually hanging out, so he's just in the background and uh, we talked to him for a little bit. Um, Wow, I'm really tired. You can tell by the bags under my eyes. Look at that. Wow. Uh, but without further ado, let's jump right in. You can find him on Instagram at the Johnny Rogers, and uh, we have an email as well. Uh, outside the party at gmail dot com. If you have any interesting stories or have anything that resonates with you in the podcast, uh, let me know. Uh, I want to know what uh, what's going well, what I need to do better. So if you have any feedback, uh, feel free to reach out there. And uh, as always, follow me on Instagram at Nick Fernandez Comedy. All right. Thanks so much. And let's jump into episode nine with uh, Johnny Rogers. And the fun part is my, my buddy's working on a paper and he was just like, yeah, I'll come hang out. So yeah. we got an audience. <laughs> nice. Come on in. Hey. Amen. Alright, grab a seat. This will help you with your paper. Yeah, well, okay, I was also so the, the challenge that we were discussing earlier was that uh, um, his challenge is like he's gonna try and not pay attention, and then our challenge is try to say stuff so engaging that he has to pay attention. <laughs> That's your water right there, too. Oh, thanks, man. Alright, well, uh, here it is. I, I clicked record before I even came downstairs, nice. so we're just gonna, we're gonna get right into it. Let's, let's chat. Cool. Let's chat. We streaming actually, live on Omegle or something? <laughs> That's actually Chatterbait. Mm. It's Chatterbait. Uh, I, I'm, I'm more of an old school guy like that. You got Louis C.K. coming on the way or something? No, I'm actually going to see him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited uh, about that. Uh, for for his comedic reasons, not yeah, others. Yeah, uh, for just sure. to be clear. <laughs> to be yeah, clear. For his jerking uh, off skills. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But I'm uh, inspired. <laughs> Imagine just like yeah. you know that's the thing I most fond about him is that uh, is his ability to do that yeah all right just tell so me if Johnny. I'm uh, that that thing's on you said yeah just let me know if I'm not in frame or well if we'll it take a or? well uh, let me just make sure so that we uh you know I'm we're not we're not missing like there there we are hanging back oh there nice yeah yeah nice like wide wide view yeah, fisheye yeah. lens or whatever it's perfect. Yeah. So yeah, you were asking how I am. I'm great. Uh, last night I uh, did uh, Absolute Kingston, and uh, it was it was awesome, man. Best, it was awesome. Eh? It was a great. Yeah. It's a great club, and I I had like one of the probably my best set like yet, like because it's the best set because I I've done like clubs before where there's been like full audiences. Yeah. And like I've had good sets, but like there was always like a a joke that like didn't land. And then sort of like there was like there was a dip at some point, but this one it was just like every single joke I did, it was just like it either went great or phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, you get bigger pops. <laughs> oh my room. gosh! I think oh it's because it's gosh. smaller than the other app. The absolute in Toronto is like much bigger, obviously, yeah. than that one. Yeah. But I think that kind of helps it. That kind of like smaller. Yeah, I mean, like there was probably crowd. like eighty people or something in yeah. there, uh, and it was which is crazy yeah. for that size of room. Yeah, and it's it like, was just it was it was. It was an awesome, awesome set, and and the best part was I was the headliner was uh, Tricks, uh-huh. and uh, that oh, was my he's... first. I, I've never I had never he- heard of him or seen his stuff, and then like oh, yeah, I, yeah. I I got to like the first time meeting him, I was like, oh, we're sharing a stage together, and then you like Google's like, 
oh, this guy's real. <laughs> this guy's, it's like, wow, I should yeah, not yeah. be at that stage. So, and the best part is like, I went fifth. So it was me and then the, and then the middle yeah. and then the headliner. Right. And then uh, Jesse Singh was middling. Okay. And then, so the best part was one of my bits, uh, tricks called back three times during nice. the set. And then it was just like, every time I was like, I, I messaged him afterwards. I was like, I'm giggling like a kid on Christmas. Like, just like, like he's like, he said my thing. Like, that was, that was the thing I said, no, he's saying it. I don't know if I should say, I feel like it's pretty public knowledge, but how, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, a year, uh, coming up on a year. A year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a, I love Tricks. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Tricks is an amazing pro comic. But there was, like, uh, something that happened with him. This is even before my time. I'm just, again, this is, like, second, third hand yeah. story. First time hearing about him was yesterday, people. so let's, let's preface this. I'm not sure where the story's going. <laughs> so, it's, it's bad. Uh. So, uh, apparently, according to, like, some other comics who have been in the scene and people who had it happen to them directly, he was telling comics that he would buy them an Xbox when the Xbox first came out. Yeah. If they, like, sent him photos of their feet or something. They called, it, they called it, like, Footgate or, like, Xbox Gate. And it was, like, this weird, like, fetish thing. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, legit. Of all legit. the ways I thought that that, that that story was going to end. I still think about that. That wasn't in my top yeah. 80. Like, I would, I'd be like, sure, all right. I don't know. I don't, I don't give a shit. Xbox took I mean, a $300 console at the time. I just, like, the, my only question would be, like, do I have to shave my toes? Like, yeah, that might yeah. be prickly. You imagine like, he afterwards, gets, like... He gets too picky. Wants to like, paint your toenails and shit. So I, okay, next time you gotta get a paint. <laughs> you gotta. You, gotta my, <laughs> you just gotta paint my name across your toenails. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. The name it. <laughs> it's called Outside the Party, and the the premise of it is just that I interview people about what type of kids they were during like their formative years, uh-huh. and because a lot of the personality traits I identify myself that I'm thankful for mm-hmm. are, are a product of the things that i didn't enjoy at the time you know comedy yeah. and, and being a performer is usually a trauma response of some sort or like from some yeah. sort of hardship yeah. and so i just like to talk to people about that because it's interesting you can get real at times you can get funny at times and then we bring it all together at the end and uh cool. it's it's i the, my favorite part about it is that like it's an excuse to ask questions that's like you really can't ask in, in like small talk when yeah. we, we chat for like 10 or 15 minutes outside yeah. of the show. Like you can't get it deep like this. So like the people I've had it on, we we become closer friends oh, a, nice. like afterward. Yeah. All, all, I found like, that basically. when I did a podcast a lot, like a couple of years ago now and I just stopped doing it just because the editing for me was just like too much extra stuff on my yeah. plate. But I really found that too, like just having random comics Come well, on, I'm podcast. so really lazy good. with my editing. I like I record an intro and then I do a fade transition and then I and then, rec- and, then, and, then I, and then I put I might cut out a couple photos yeah. if it makes it makes sense to like to the story that we're talking about. Okay. And then uh, what? But what I'm doing now is that I'm cutting the ones that I've already recorded into mm. the clips for to put on my Instagram. Oh, nice. And so that that's a lot of fucking work because okay. I'm putting captions on it because a lot of people don't listen with audio and then yeah. That's a huge so that's like now. that's like you know four minute clip takes like an hour and something. I feel to you, put, man. To put I've been the... editing stuff nonstop, and it's like. But you know, it's a, it's a good thing, and it's getting. I've already recognized that I'm getting better as a host as a result of it because I'm being mm. I'm listening cli- I'm listening critically to what I'm doing on the podcast. So mm, yeah, now true. I'm more conscious. Stop interrupting people. You know, yeah. stop saying you know, and then it, all these other things that. You, you don't, know, you, do you don't right know, you don't know, you don't know you're doing them. And then you, as soon as you recognize it, you're just like, I hate myself. 
Yeah, dude, I had such a problem, like, interrupting people. And I still do. It's not like I don't. You're but... a YouTube host, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, But, like, that is just Sorry, me. my guest this week is Johnny Rogers. <laughs> Why don't you take a couple of this, like, like, give your little spiel that you usually give us. Like, I do this, oh, this, like and this. like an elevator pitch? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, I work as a YouTube host for a couple different channels. One is Top 10 Nerd, Top 10 Gaming, and Inform Overload. Okay. Um... They had already built their following when I had come on to it, so I was pretty lucky and pretty fortunate in that sense to be able to join this kind of, like, like inform overload. I think they have, like, 1.3 million subscribers. Jesus. And like, I have uh, seven. It's, it's well, I mean, man, all I have to do is I'll just share this once yeah. it's up, and, you know, people will hopefully, like, come over. Because that's the way yeah. I've seen it work so far is this kind of, like, nice trickle-down effect. Well, and the oh, good thing is, like, I have, uh, I guess I have a library so far, because there's seven seven out, right? Oh, so, like, great. if people, like, vibe with it, yeah, go ahead, that's, binge, right? That's the best thing to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% yeah. have something, a backlog of something. This is fun, because it's, it's basically, it's an endeavor of, you just have to do stuff for the love of the game at the beginning, yeah. right? Same with stand-up and, yeah. and doing this. It's like, I'm just doing this, because... I'm just focusing on like not the number of listeners or anything like yeah. that. Just get better, make good stuff that you would enjoy to listen to, and then you know, just yeah. no, 100%. Be, uh, be confident that people will recognize that. Yeah, it. I totally agree. That's what all of us are trying to do, right? Is just yeah. pump as much content out as possible. Well. It's tiring at times. Sometimes I just want to move to a shack in the middle of the woods and just <laughs> do fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I hey. go through spells of like enjoying mostly my, my beef is with like social media it's like mm. sometimes i go through phases of like i enjoy it and then it's like i hate that i have to do this so yeah that i enjoy it like yeah because yeah. now it's it it's just the the business you have to if you want to be successful at at what we're trying to do you have to create content you have to build a following you have to be engaging and you have to be consistent with things yeah. and that's the hardest part because i'm I'm a narcissist, but I'm not like, I don't think that people need to know about my life, right? Because yeah, yeah. like, a lot of the times I'm like, I don't really care what you're posting. So like, why yeah. should you care about my stuff? But that at the same time, it's like, I like telling jokes and I want people to know that I'm funny. And then yeah, how, yeah. how do you do that without telling them? And you, <laughs> so it's, it's, it was this weird catch 22 of trying to balance the two things. And then you're just, uh. Your brain explodes because you're you can't reconcile the two. Dude, preaching to the choir here. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's 100%. basically the rundown of like what I do. I mean, I only do that a couple days a week now. Um, otherwise, I do. So, my... how does that work? They have like the topic of the video. You come in. Are you reading prompter or do you help? Yeah, them, like, it's, break it's prompter. Copy? Yeah. So, like, they have a whole system where they give us like trending titles, and then you basically work your way back from the title. Mm. So it might be like. I don't know. I can't say one that's not out yet. Um, anything. Like, say if it's far, for... New actually, Far Cry or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if it's news on that, yeah. then I have to do all the research Apex, for it. Apex Season 2. Yeah, like, script so, yeah. it, and then just go upstairs and read it from a teleprompter. They have a nice studio all set up, green screen, nice. all that jazz. Guy waiting right there to film you and everything like camera operator and then on top of that they have editors that you just pass it off to and they do all the editing and that's, upload that's it on beautiful, them too. Man. so it, it's a great system and it works really well kind of shows me like the what it really did was show me the potential that youtube has for like being a career like this, right this guy uh, you see the machines you yeah. see the inner workings right yeah you see like that actual production value is being put into these youtube channels now right. and now like i was talking to my girlfriend about this like 
Uh, I don't know if you remember like YouTubers like Kev Jumba or like all these early early. No, people. I, I guess the only the only early YouTubers that I that I'm like like I, I consistently follow is like GMM. Like I love okay. Rotten Link, like because it's just it's silliness. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, and that's like so, that's what I need in my day sometimes because a lot of a lot of like content that's out there like it's very serious. It's like and and, and like I just and that's like when I first started comedy, I thought I wanted to be like edgy and like, like do like do like everyone weird dark does. jokes yeah, but now that, uh, that i'm doing it I, I think i'm coming to realize that like even if i'm talking about a serious topic the way my sense of humor works is like let's make it silly yeah at, right afterwards right like i just showed him what the set i did last night it's like this that that last joke i did about gentlemen it's like <laughs> it's it's like a serious topic and then it's just but it's just the the, the punchline to it is just and what i'm doing talking about it's just silliness mm. right and then you're just yeah, you're yeah. laughing because it's ridiculous what we're talking about right yeah and then that's like what and that's what i want because it lets you shut your brain off it's like let's just be fun and silly and childlike and all of that dude i stuff, love man. just silly silly jokes are like my favorite thing yeah. because there's no like controversy really in like silly jokes like yeah. i never wanted to like deal with a heckler mm-hmm. but like my way of d- I, I've dealt with hecklers before and it's been fine, but like my whole thing when I was writing jokes is like, I just want you to like relax and laugh. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to be like, I don't want to invoke rage in yeah. anyone. And I get that there's like, there's a necessary market for that kind of comedy. Like, you know, speaking truth to well, power. You, you, and like, well, you gotta, uh, sure. I think the only way you can be successful or sustainable is if what you're doing is natural to you. Yeah, for right? sure. Right? Like that's not, yeah, yeah. That's not my natural thing. I, like, my natural thing is to make silly inside jokes with my friends so that when I say, like, if you're an individual and you're wearing pantalones, mm. he giggles. Like, it doesn't mean anything, yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. just, he's in the back, he's giggling because he knows that, like, it's so, it's so ridiculous what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. There's, and, and, like, I'd love to give you context about why he's giggling at that. Don't even need it. There is none. I think you should hear, though, this is, like, your Jamie's. He's, well, he's yeah, not even doing it. Yeah, he's just yeah. Out of paper. Young, young J-Man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. It's a that's good way fun. to do it. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's just, it, yeah, like silliness is what you want. But going back to the whole YouTube thing. So what, what do you find is that, like, that's like a dream job for people, right? Like people yeah. would, would love, like, I think there's, there's millions of people that they would love if that was their job, like uh-huh. the YouTube hosts. So what, I'd love to know, like, what are the, what are the great parts and then what are the parts that like no one knows that like that are frustrating? I was just gonna say like I just yeah. there's days where it's just like well let's start good and then let's yeah, go bad because yeah, yeah, yeah. then I think that could lead into good something. good good things by far like um, definitely as a comedian the exposure that you're getting like mm-hmm. at, on a continual basis on all these videos is good like you are it's not your content but you are being a presence on YouTube and like getting this kind of community that they've fostered and also castability because you've shown that you can say other people's words yeah convincingly well right? well they're my words well right? like, like i mean but, the, but there's probably some a, sort of co- collaboration with other people yeah like, there's like sponsorships yeah. like today i had to do a sponsorship for this mobile game like raid shadow legends so we just like they send us pages of like what we need to say and, right. and all that jazz and like that stuff is like it's cool but it can be frustrating because like you try to do it in your voice and then they'll send you back edits and it just like doesn't, eats up your time. I feel like a lot of their copy has got to be almost cartoonish. 
It's pretty it's like, ridiculous. It's yeah, like, yeah. The new game yeah. from blah blah blah. I try blah, blah, not to yeah. do that like, kind of <laughs> shit, but like they'll have they'll have certain sentences. I just all feel like there would be a lot of like bolding, yeah. like uh, exclamation points in and places. Like, uh, <laughs> it's like you new want an inflection epic. on the and? They use uh, epic like a lot, and I'm like, uh, nobody fucking says epic anymore, man. Like, you doesn't guys, that just link to Fortnite now? You gotta Isn't chill. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Epic like, games. They took epic from yeah. everybody. You yeah. can't say that shit anymore. So yeah. there's that there's that kind of st- I love how I started good and then just immediately bled into the bad. Yeah. Side. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that was no, the question I asked. Like, like the, there's the like good, bad side. there's really cool parts. Like a, it's a great work environment. Like you know, I'm not scrubbing toilets or cleaning floors or like you know serving shitheads. Yeah. Um, cool people that you work with, they're all like trying to be actors or in they're trying to get into the entertainment business in some right. form. It's got to be great networking. Yeah, so it's yeah. perfect networking. You get invited to cool parties. Like I uh, went to the YouTube space a couple times. I got to go to, uh, I got to be like, get press passes and things like Comic-Con and like the gaming conferences. And That's dope. Just shit like that. Yeah. Just kind of like, not no real job. They just kind of like send you there to do stories on Instagram and just talk to people. Yeah. So that stuff is really cool. The hard thing is like the way YouTube works is like you need to pump out like content, right? Mm -hmm. So in order to keep this machine going that keeps me getting paid, I need to be putting out at least like at least two or three videos a day. Wow. Two or three videos a day. So I've all what's the length on these? Um eight to ten minutes. Sometimes okay. more than that. Okay. And how much prep work goes? So you like for per minute of yeah. content. So they're all mostly top ten lists. Okay. So a top ten list after research and scripting can take you anywhere between two and a half hours to three, three and a half hours, depending on how much knowledge I already have on the topic. Okay. If it's like an obscure comic book thing that they're like we need to have a video about this yeah then it will take me longer yeah, tell us about Shao Kahn <laughs> yeah random shit and I have yeah. to act like I've been reading this my whole life and I already right. know all these you like you remember in issue number blah 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 that that kind of fakeness to it kind of bothers me sometimes but I'm like hey it's the job like he's kind of you know, right the guy working at Starbucks doesn't want to be happy serving coffee but he's there no, doing yeah. it right so yeah, definitely that's a kind of it's a good it's good and bad like so okay video. for per video so you're saying two and a half hours and you're saying two or three a day so but but like you're saying uh, I think you said earlier that you work two two days a week so you, is yeah we're like, like three days a week okay now. and then so yeah. you're producing like I guess in a, in a week how many videos you're producing and then how much get released all of them get released. get released yeah, yeah, what's yeah, the turnaround times like daily like daily so yeah. they're put like it depends on the channel but. Um, Informal Overload does three videos a day. Um, Top Ten Nerd does about three videos. Yeah, they all do about roughly three videos a day. Mm -hmm. Uh, It really depends. Like, some days are uh, higher traction than others. Like, we just had a video blow up on, uh, we call it IO. I'll just say IO now for short. Um, We had a video blow up on IO, so they had to do a follow-up story for that just to kind of feed off of the views from that one. Right, right, just to have the up next lead-in. Yeah, they realized we're trending on this video, so if we do another one, it'll just be the next trending. It's better to be first and second place. How many guys do they have doing analytics there? Uh, It's like two two or three people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, and it's not... I'll talk to them. It's not like they're spending a lot of time on it. There's yeah. like very there's a lot of programs I can tell you like off the podcast yeah. programs that you can use to uh, just because I don't want to divulge no, yeah, yeah, information. Right, yeah. um, but there's program free programs that you can use to help you with that kind of stuff, that's cool. especially when it comes to YouTube. 
Um, so a lot of the editors use that to kind of figure out like what to tag the videos with and right. what to get it trending on. But yeah, like like anything else, there's some good, there's some bad to it. Yeah, not everything is all you know, sunshine and roses. Well, that's it, right? And and the funny thing is, like, as soon as you get something that you want, like as soon as you get it, yeah. You got maybe an hour of elation, and then you start thinking about the negatives. Right? <laughs> like that's just the way humans are. It just hits are. you sometimes. And like, yeah. like at the beginning, I was psyched, like out of my mind, psyched. Because right before I got that job, I was like, at the lowest I'd ever been. Right. Like the lowest I didn't have. I I had just quit a job to go work somewhere else, and that place didn't really turn out. And then so I ended up quitting there. And then I just literally had no job. Like, I was, like, I felt like such a loser. I was just, like, waking up every day at noon, had zero, like, job prospects, and then just happened to stumble upon this thing. So to get this opportunity, I was, like, really more than grateful for it and willing to do anything. Like, uh-huh. in the beginning, man, I was, like, doing crazy amounts of videos. Like, I, uh, when I worked for just IO and, like, and Top Ten Nerd without Top Ten Gaming, I might have been doing, like, I think one day I did eight videos in a day wow just because io i could i got so good at like reading a news story and then just being able to do a quick turnaround on like a youtube style version of this like article like catered to what their audience kind of likes in this kind of comedic way Uh so i could pump up those videos in like 45 minutes and then just be able to go film it and go do another one go film it go do another one like and then they'd be good, like, all weekend. They'd have videos for the whole weekend, you know? And I could do that in, like, two days. But I was also there Monday to Friday, like, 40 hours a week. So I was just in that so mentality. What's the difference you know, between uh, audiences across those three platforms? I guess the, it, the gaming one's obvious, but the, the other two... The like, gaming what, one is a yeah. cesspool. It's, yeah. like, the comment section is ridiculous. Oh, I, th- I feel like their demographic is, like, 10 to 15... Mm. so like it's just kids like just yeah. shit talking so, each other the like, original incels yeah 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 <laughs> the OG incels they're all in the gaming content yeah 15 year olds <laughs> it's, it's yeah. like it's crazy and then like top 10 nerd they're very specific so like if I mispronounce a name they get really mad at that and they like always correcting me in the comments I try not to read any of the stuff right. but IO by far is like the nicest like, I haven't been on any of their videos because I've been focusing on nerd and gaming. Mm-hmm. But IO, they've been, like, asking where I was. And, like, I just did a video for them today. But it's, yeah, the IO, by far, like, some of the best audiences. They have their own weird, like, fandom with the hosts, too. They oh, call us cool. the potatoes. Like, it's w- weird, wow. weird shit that's, like, specific. But I'm, like, I kind of like it because it kind of... It kind of brands a community, you know what I mean? Like, when they have their, like, own inside yeah. jokes, that's kind of cool to me, even if it's, like, weird at first. Yes, you know? yes. Um, going back to, like, when I first started, though, mm-hmm. there was one day where they had me come in on a Saturday, and I literally got to do eight hours of just playing, like, Call of Duty when it came out. Just <laughs> live streaming Call of Duty and, like, just playing this game, just talking to people on there and just, like, going through, I it was, like, brutal, because it was on PC, I'm a yeah. console gamer, yeah. but they didn't give a shit, they were just, like, happy that we were live-streaming, and it was, like, the coolest shit ever. That's the interesting yeah. thing, is that with more technology, it's becoming more and more apparent, like, more than ever, that 
what people are starving for mm. is just connection. Oh yeah. yeah right? Yeah. And if they don't have that in their everyday life, that's why they're going to seek the, it out. Yeah, you watch live streamers, you watch like I watch I watch a, a couple of streamers like that do like video games cuz it's just like entertaining and uh, quite honestly that a lot of the times when I sit down to write jokes, I just throw that on in the background. Mm. Good background noise. Yeah. The guys playing Apex Legends and then like every so often it gets to a gunfight, you tune in and then the rest of the time you just like you're trying to think about a joke you can get in your own head you can slip out of time and space and then you yeah. come back and you feel like you know the guy right yeah it's yeah, like yeah. our version of radio now it's but, weird but when you, you can really curate who you yeah, listen you to you get to decide that's, yes. that's the great thing about the internet. you're your own network right yeah. like we're all nbc now 100%. we get to curate which shows that we like put onto our roster and then it's weird though when you meet people in real life like fans of the show yeah kind of free like kind of freaks you freaks you out how often does that happen for you um it hasn't happened to me it only happened to me once in toronto at like one of the uh, at comic-con okay i had these like they were like kids and like they just they were like maybe like 10 and 11 and like they were just like losing their mind and i was wow it freaks you out because i just look at the new wiggles you know yeah (laughs) i'm interested to see like what happens when this audience that i've been like performing for on these channels like gets older you know what right. i mean like cause i feel like you know I'm, I'm not saying i'm dane cook or anything but like with dane w- when he started like myspace yeah yeah being on there it yeah was it's like lore now it was young yeah. people yeah. though like, like he was talking well, to he, and then when they went to college dane had gotten better at comedy they were a little bit older and now he's like brought in with him like all of these people yeah. that can actually go to comedy shows and the thing is that he, when he start, when he he was before he blew up, how he blew up is that he was spending like seven or eight hours a day on MySpace, yeah, just communicating with, just like with t- chatting with fans, yeah. like creating that connection. I and think then, about that all the time. You know, you yeah. know how he, his album, like his one of his first albums, got so big, is that Which he. One? Uh, Oh God, I can't remember what the first one was. I I can't I whatever the like his first or second albums um got so big because he he told people his fans on MySpace to go to like uh, CD stores and like not just buy them but take all of the CDs and put them at the front of the store. Oh, like like rearrange the store. (laughs) Like so he had like guerrilla marketing and he sent them out and they they rearranged and like he like bring them to the front of stacks and embed them in where you put M&M right like just like put them like with the hot things and then people like oh what is this and then like yeah and then that's why he went like platinum like because any comedy section in any music store it's like bed the back yeah yeah little area and now does it even exist i don't know well i go to uh i my girlfriend bought me like a record player and i love like uh going looking through record stores yeah and my favorite thing to do is try to f- try to find the comedy section, and it's hilarious because like in some record stores, it's literally like in a cardboard box, like shoved underneath like clearance section, mostly yeah. Cosby records. A lot yeah. of Cosby a lot records. Of Cosby a records. lot of Cosby records. I had a few of them, and I was like, ah, why do I need to keep these? Like, I'm just gonna yeah. like toss this shit. I bought it for a dollar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sad, yeah. but like zippity's up. Yeah. Biggest, <laughs> biggest serial rapists of all time. You know yeah, what that's I mean? what they're saying, right? Like. I mean, he, well, he used to be, don't lie. Well, he used to be the goat. Now he's the goat. Now he's the uh, goat. <laughs> wow. Now he's the true goat. See, I feel, I feel dirty saying that joke. <laughs> Even though it's silly, but still, it should make me go. Silly, uncomfortable. Joking. Slightly uncomfortable. So where'd you, where'd you grow up? 
Uh, do you know where Brockville is? I just drove past it yesterday. Well, I went to Kingston, or is it? It's that, past that's Kingston. Di- okay, no, so then I'm going to be Dunville. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people confuse it with Belleville. Mm, yeah, it could Makes be that. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Belleville's yeah. way fucking bigger than Brockville. Yeah. Brockville's like twenty-two thousand people, I think. Okay. Which sounds substantial, it's but not, no, it's not no, at all. No. Everyone really knows each other, uh, which is annoying. Um, well, you probably have, like, at the very most, like, three degrees of separation, that amount of people. Like, For if sure. you don't know someone, you know, you know, some, their, the, you know their parents or, or the, you know brother. their cousin. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- there's no way that you don't, there's no Yeah, you can figure it out. It's got to be our dating there, right? Uh, no, yeah. dating was fine, actually. <laughs> I, remember, I just like, mean in the relation sense. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, yeah, 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 yeah. I've never had any, I heard stories yeah. about people, you know, kissing their cousin at a party, and they're yeah. like, oh, fuck, like, eh, yeah. I didn't realize that it was dark. family. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know, I think it's more story than yeah. anything else. Yeah. fable, right? But, like, for a, for Urban a small legends, town, yeah. I, like, I was able to, when I was, like, young and, like, 21 or whatever, I was dating two girls at the same time, and I just, like... Wow. Dead, dead. That was when I gave zero fucks. Obviously, it was such a small town. It's like clearly they're gonna. They're figure gonna know. It out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it makes you more honest to just tell them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of like, hey, I'm gonna see other people, and they're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it won't be weird then when we run into each other at the movie theater. Yeah. 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 You kind of just gotta be honest, I guess. Yeah, there's some good. Some so good like, there's gotta be what one high school there, or maybe no, there's, two. There's a couple. Yeah. So there's um. What, like a cat Protestant or Catholic. There's a Catholic and, school, and and then there's like a, what's called a triple A school, which is like just bigger, more population. They're mm-hmm. different for sports and all that stuff. I went to like the double A kind of smaller school. Yeah. And I think there was a one French school. So there's like four high schools. Right. That's about it. There was one called Renville Christian College. And it was in this, like, kind of Hogwarts-style castle. Like, she very huge, like, very crazy. But uh, they got busted because they were doing shit to kids in the basement. And it, uh, oh. yeah, that whole place is just empty now. It's just sitting there waiting Ooh. to be filmed in, I guess. I don't know. Whoa. Yeah. Well, you know, look it up. GCC. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, uh, they're on brand. Yeah. <laughs> <Sticking with> that, <laughs> talking that, to, talking marketing, you know? Yeah, yeah. You just what? You want to hey, be cons- Catholic, you want to be consistent with your message. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to get people confused. Uh, God is great, but he knows <laughs> things. Yeah. <laughs> but we will beat you in a basement. Yes, like, right. yes, yes, right. yes. And then Saint Mike's was like, oh, "We're taking that." Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, that was the kids doing it to other kids. Never mind. But uh, that—that's. <laughs> Along the same lines. But were you uh, were you popular, concert like in, mm. in in school? Like what type? What type of popular? I grew up kind you? of like middle class but in a poor neighborhood all right so like a lot of my neighbors big house in a in a smaller house neighborhood or that type of thing they were like largely all the same we just had like you know more shit yeah you know all the houses are the same but we had a trailer and a basketball net and a trampoline and my dad built me a tree house and like all this you know what i mean like we had resources but we're the area that we were in like really sucked like there is just like it didn't I, it didn't suck, but it sucks in terms of, like, when you go to high school and you see, like, how these other kids are living, then you're yes. kind of like, oh, damn. Like, yeah, I, you don't you don't, you don't know what you, where you're at until yeah. you see the measuring stick, right? Oh, I remember going to this kid Colin's house, and we go, and they lived on the walk, like, on the river, and I was like, this is crazy, and you know, I came up his driveway, and there was, like, three houses at the top of the driveway, yeah. and I was like, which one is yours? And he's like, oh, that's my... 
nanny's house. This is uh, my like not nanny like my grandma like a nanny for yes. the family has her own house. It's bigger than my own house. And I was like, God damn it! And I was like, What do your parents own the color red? Like I was just like, <laughs> blown away. Like what the fuck? Like how does this happen? He's like, They're architects. And I was like, Jesus Christ! Wow. But like a lot of my neighborhood was like immigrant families. Like uh, with some of my best friends, like I consider them family. They came here from Honduras and they lived in this house. I had mm. people from Poland down the street. Like it was a cool mix. Uh, half Italian, half Chinese family, a couple doors down. Like yeah. I lived in like probably the most diverse part of Brockville because the rest right. of it was just white. Just yeah, you, you're saying a lot white. of races that I was like in Brockville. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in Brockville, it's just only yeah. on that. It was only on that one street, which is yeah. interesting. But that's funny. I think that's it was funny. good. I think it was good for me. Well, that's good. Yeah, like it gives you more understanding of the world. Like, yeah. It gets Entirely. to the point that where you experience enough life that, or like, if you, you're lucky when you get to experience a lot of like facets of life early, because yeah. it gives you a better understanding just of other people. Yeah. Like I got to understand just life in general when I was really young because uh, it just so happens that like my grandparents were older like when they had my mom, mm -hmm. right? So then everyone in their cohort, like when I was seven ish, just started dropping like flies. Like, you know, so there was, like, a couple, like, there, I think for a, for two or three years, there was probably, like, a funeral every, like, oh. month and a half, right? And it got to the point that where I was, we'd go to a funeral home, and I'd be like, where's the, where's the cafe? Let's yeah, go yeah, get yeah, some yeah. coffee. There's some hot chocolate here, right? Like, yeah, we, yeah, like I, I was like, I was like, yeah, all right, cold body in there. You got to go by, you got to say a prayer, and then let's go, uh, let's go get some donuts. Like, what are, what are they, you would... I would walk into the cafe and say, what's Bernardo got today? Yeah. <laughs> Bernardo Funeral Home. Um, not Paul Bernardo. Spon sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Proud sponsor of Outside the Party. <laughs> if you want to be outside the party, but six feet under, <laughs> Bernardo Funeral Home. <laughs> the weirdest promo yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. They're like, please don't use our name again. Yes, yes, yes. An article. But it's, it's, it's How old were you when all that you said? Yeah, I, I don't know. Probably around six up until I was... 10 or so Damn. it was just a, it was a lot because my family is very on the Italian side is very very close like with our extended mm -hmm. family so like when we have my birth usually like my birthday party even at my like I'm, I'm an adult now but like mm -hmm. we still have birthday parties for me because it my birthday is around Christmas and then so we use my party my birthday party as like a family visit for all of like, oh. the extended family. Nice. So the, the like you know the second cousins that you wouldn't get to see on Christmas because yeah. everyone's going to their in laws. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. my birthday party was generally in a, in and around that time of year, and then so you just get to like we had we would have like forty five or fifty people in the house just because we and most of them are related. Yeah. And, uh, except for, like, ten of them who are, like, because I invite my friends, and then they have a great time, they eat my food, right? Nice. Good, good times, right? <laughs> hey, you can't do. <laughs> I, like, uh, one of my best friends growing up, uh, was Greek, and I really yeah. got to see that whole, like, yeah. that yeah. same, it's very similar kind of thing, I think, where, like, any, like, holiday or gathering. Yeah, everything's like, big. Everything's big, big and a lot of food. food. They got a and spit with a, you know, pig on it, and they're just roasting that. I'm like, this is amazing. This is yeah. I went to, uh, we went to this dinner party once, and, uh, the, the family, the white family, and we went there, and then it was, like, it was, like, me and my parents and my sister, and then them and their two kids were much younger, right? Mm -hmm. And at the time, I was probably 14 or 15, 
and we sat down and we were we were about to eat dinner and there's there's eight of us right and then um the kids were like the kids were young enough that they were eating like separate food right yeah but we sat down and there was uh so there's there's six of us that are eating the adult food and there were they had in like in the in in the container on the table there were seven chicken breasts and like i saw this and i was like I've never seen this before. Like, like, cause like, cause of my family, like, we, yeah. okay, we got 20 people coming over. All right. So we need enough food that would normally feed 45. Yeah. Like, I've had b- birthday parties, like where my, where we, we, we have food and like yeah. we have food and my dad's just like, I don't think we have enough. Yeah. Well, let's order a couple party size pizzas, <laughs> right? And we or like and and like every single time there's too much food. Too and much. so when I went to like see this house and I saw this, I was like, people do. <laughs> it's weird, it's like, yeah. Like when you see portion control in the wild, you're like, I don't, I don't have experience with this. Like, I don't know what to do with myself. And then, and then I wonder, it's like, I don't know why I've never been thin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you just see that the way your family conducts itself is not yeah. typical. I know, like, um, like my girlfriend's Filipino, and her mom just makes, like, way too much food. There'll be, like, just us. Like, just yeah. me coming over, the family, and there's only four of them, and there's, like, fucking racks of ribs, and there's just salmon. Chicken and, adobo. And, yeah, adobo. Oh just, like, oh, my God, punts it, and you're just, like, this is insane. The whole yeah. table's filled with food. They say oh, okay. they say grace before every meal too. Yeah, like, ah, this is nuts. Yeah, and this is not racist, but every time I went over to my my Filipino roommate's uh, uh-huh. house, it's like we always did karaoke. Always karaoke. Uh, like, uh, like I feel uncomfortable so saying true. it, but it, like nope. it's just very true. Like I walked into his house for the first time and met his parents, and then we <laughs> he sang karaoke the entire night, and it was his birthday party that night, and I stayed up until. 5:45 in the morning drinking what's the what's their liquor it's like it's it's like it's got a lower alcohol t- content but they do shots of it mm. it's filipino i don't know god can you google that for me can you google that uh filipino liquor it's like a big filipino. bottle they do yeah. they do well he looks that up they do yeah. a lot of karaoke yes and yes did they have like a real karaoke machine or like a filipino karaoke machine because it's very different i don't know i i was just there the twice a radio, and a radio? I, it's like I, a coffee like, no no it's it's like a it's like a plain one they do shots of it uh but like anyways it, it kind of reminded me of soju might have been soju yeah. but like it, it, it was it was it was really really cool because it, it oh, it's got a ginger taste it's i think if, if it, but whatever i stayed up until 5 45 because uh around like 12 uh, we were hanging out and like he had friends over and then the, like it was like young people hanging and then it, like around like 12 15 his parents came home and his brother came home yeah and uh his brother's like he's he was like four years older than me because he, he he went to college and then he came to university and then we lived together because he oh, was nice. completing his degree so the just the ages that's how it worked out nice. and then after that and then so his brother's like four years older than him so his his brother at the time was probably in his th- early 30s right mm. and then his dad's in his 60s and they came home and then I stayed up till 545 just taking shots and drinking with his brother and his dad because <laughs> like just slowly everyone started falling yeah, off yeah. and then it was just getting to the point it's like it's five in the morning, and like we finished like three bottles of oh this stuff, <laughs> and, and like and then, but it, it was such a low alcohol content. I want to say it was like 
15 or 16 percent mm. like but a but a, like in a liquor yeah. so you we could just did like every like probably five minutes we would just pour around the shots and then like do one and, then, like, and, and just toss <laughs> them back and then uh, it was just consistent all the way through and then the, at the That's end of the night it's like just talking about life and and nothing and then telling stories and it's, it's crazy too to i don't hear. know i was training for this <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy to listen to, like, people's stories of, like, growing up in another country and then coming here and, like, yes. how different it is and, like, almost, like, how grateful they are to... It kind of makes you realize that you shouldn't take these kind of things for granted. Yeah, you know? yeah. Once you hear, like, the hardships that some people had to go through just to get to here. It's and you're like, like, I was just fucking born here. Like, I don't know, like, shit, I didn't realize. Yeah. It, it's like that quote that, uh, I don't know if it's Joe Rogan's, like, quote where he just heard it somewhere and says it a lot, but it's... There's all these issues that we come up with in our lives once it's too easy to get food. Mm. Like, like it is too easy for us to get food. Yeah. And, yeah. and so now we have Everything all of these easy. issues. Yeah, like, yeah. like, you just, you have to find other, like, I don't think people had social anxiety. No. When they, they were, have, when they were, like. I don't like, even think our parents had social anxiety. They didn't have the time, right? They were raising called, kids. It was called suck it up. Yeah. Like, I, I, I could definitely see, like, how you could have, like, I was an introvert for, uh, for, like, most of my, mm. my, like, schooling, I guess, up until even, like, when we met, we were grade nine, right? Like I, I was I was was I was a little bit more introverted up until like grade ten or, or so. It's hard to recall. Yeah, yeah, because I'm very different now. Extra, but uh, yeah, extroverted. yes, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm a very different person. Yeah, I recently saw some people from high school and they were like, "Whoa, hey, what's going on?" Like, yeah. I was the quiet kid. The whole yes, time. yes. You were asking about popularity. Like, I was just, I just stayed on. I had my core group of friends that were like. You know, we love Led Zeppelin, fucking Pink Floyd. Oh, so you're a bit of an edgelord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not edgelord, but, like, we all, like, thought we wanted to, like, do music and, like, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. What'd you play? Um, just guitar. Mm -hmm. And then, so, we would all, like, jam together and, like, play video games and hang out. And uh, love comedy, too, all of us. And then, uh, but, like, for the rest of the school, I just was on good terms with everybody. Right. I just kind of stayed, like, you know, just nice to everybody. Yeah, you bro-nodded with everyone, yeah, but you weren't that yeah. close to anyone outside yeah, of your, your people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it was good. And then, like, coming back, because one of my good friends from high school was getting married, mm -hmm. and then just seeing everybody that I hadn't seen in, like, fuck, I don't know, yeah. ten years, they were just like, oh, shit, like, what, you know, what can happen in that amount of time? Yeah. Okay, I chose comedy. Well, you, you, like, I, I think I, my personality really, I don't know if it changed or if I, like, blossomed or whatever, mm. right, and I, I've talked about this before, so I apologize if you're a consistent listener, we're going to go over it again. <laughs> uh, and uh, we got to, what when I got like, to, this is my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, he's going to tell the thing about his fuck it moment. Um, <laughs> so I got to university and like the day I moved in, like my parents like helped me move in and then, uh, and then I was sitting there, like I finally got my mom to leave and like mm. took her half hour crying to like, you know, give up her baby, right? But she, she finally left and then I was sitting there alone before my roommate even moved in. I, sit, I sat there for like 45 minutes just on my bed, just doing like verbal affirmations for myself. Like, I don't know if I said them out loud or in my head, but I distinctly, I was like, I was sitting there and I was just like, so you're going to make this experience different, right? Like I, you had a rough time in high school. You really didn't enjoy it, but you're going to do something different. You're going to challenge yourself. You're gonna you're gonna go you're gonna come outside your shelf. You're gonna say hi to everyone that you that interests you. Like you're gonna you're gonna talk to every single girl that you find find attractive. 
and like and just like and then I was like I I was just trying to prepare myself. It's like you're gonna experience rejection. You're gonna ha get no's. That's fine. Just keep moving forward, right? Like I just I I tried to like release myself from all of like the yeah, yeah. all of like the the fears or whatever. And like I I think like right after that I just felt like a weight lifted or something. And Dude, I, I now yeah, different. vocalizing things is huge. That's it. It's um, also negative though too. Like if you vocalize like I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. You no matter what you will always like. Well, hate consumes yourself, hate right? It, yeah. yeah. But if you're, like, vocalizing things to yourself or just in a conversation, it yeah. really, like, it's been proven that it, like, sets it afoot. To, and like, it changes your mood. And the oh, thing yeah. is that uh, I find, like, and I've, I'm I'm very much of a skeptic and, like, like oh, that's stupid. Like, I, in everything. But then I do it and it, it, it helps, right? Yeah. Like, I was always, like, that, that way journaling. And then I had, like, a really low day where I was really sad. I journal and then I felt better that yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh fuck, yeah, like because yeah. I, I was I, I just said ah oh, fuck because I was like, well now this is part of my life like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. now that now that I know this works I have to do this. But going back to the hate, like there's only I think there's only like three people that I I I will carry like like a despising feeling and hatred for, mm. and my like. Two high school, two childhood bullies that like just like if I see them, I might sucker punch them like like, like just because like you were and one guy he had glasses he had a stutter and then he bullied me <laughs> like and and the only reason that I, I couldn't do anything back is because his cousins were the most popular people in their school and you know, yeah, know. fuck you L K <laughs> uh, but. Uh, and then another, another, and then another guy who was just a straight up asshole. And then uh, the one that like, I just have like disappointment and just, di I, I like, I, I don't know if I could ever get over this feeling because like I didn't do anything to deserve this, mm -hmm. but it was uh, a girl that I was really really close friends with, and then uh, and then she had a boyfriend. They broke up, and then uh, the boyfriend was nicer to me, and she was giving me an ultimatum like, which one of you are you gonna, uh, of us are you gonna choose to be friends with? And I was like. Well, he's not making me choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not going to make. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, like we didn't talk, and I was like, God, like if that's the yeah. decision you want to make, I'm like, great, like because I didn't do anything for to you. But then fast forward a couple of years later, uh, my girlfriend at the time was in a class with this girl, and she spent every class like for that. I found out about this afterwards. Like she spent like four consecutive weeks in class sitting next to my girlfriend trying to convince her to break up with me. Oh my god. I don't do shit to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I was just because I'm nice to a nice yeah, to a guy yeah, that yeah. you used to date? Like and and then and, and like and I didn't do any and, and then like I found out about it because like I got into a fight with with my girlfriend and I'm like where's like I didn't yeah, do yeah, anything yeah. right now where is this fight coming from like there's yeah, a yeah. lot of emotion like you're angry about me I taking an hour to text back yeah. where is this coming from right yeah, now yeah. and then you find out that it's like okay there's been a like I ha I have an arch enemy that's yeah. been like plotting against me like. So what am I, a comic the, book villain? Like the brakes out of my car or something? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, I, I, and then it's it's funny. And, and the, the best part about it, like the next time I saw her, I, I passed her and I was just so fucking nice to her. Like I, I just oh, tried, yeah. I tried to be Machiavellian with this and I was like, hey, how are you? Nice to see you. And just just, kill just a kindness. But like a smile, but like deadness in the eyes, yeah, you know? Yeah. Hi. Hi. It's Hi. nice to see you. Nice to kill yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> nice to kill. See you. See you. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. 
And, uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I know that's still like the, I, you can tell us I'm still like emotional or have like, like, you know, a lot of feelings about that. Like, and, and I know it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I should be, I should move on. Like, it's just in my head. Yeah, but, but it's it, still it, affecting your life. But it's still like something yeah. like where it, it, like up until that, up until we stopped talking, like we were really close friends, mm. right? Like, and Josh could speak, you can nod to the camera, right? We were really close and like, I didn't do, I really didn't do anything to deserve this, right? And. Uh, so like it's just that where it's it's like if it if it was a consequence or if it was an outcome that it was like okay I did this yeah. you did that yeah. all right yeah. right it, there's just these things where where people do shitty things to you and you're just like I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to respond to that yeah like I have a friend of a friend uh, that when I broke up with my ex he uh, he asked her out like three times. Like, and I thought we were good, I thought we were, like, I thought, like, we were on a good, like, we, we had met, like, five or six times, we hung out a couple times, like, oh and, and then, so then, like, when we, when I had a conversation with my, my ex, like, you know, for closure and all of yeah, that stuff, like, like, she, t- she mentioned it to me, and I was just, like, really? Yeah, this is, this is, yeah, yeah. and then, like, I, like, and when she told me, like, the previous day, I had seen him and given him a hug, and, and then, like, the, the, Fucking clown. Oh, like, yeah. and you know how much, like, like, uh, you watch how a cock you feel like when you're like, I hugged yeah, the guy yeah. that was trying to fuck me, right? Like, oh my god. Oh, oh. man. Yeah, oh my, I'm getting like that bombing cold sweat down my back oh, yeah, as I say yeah. this. Like, you know when you say things with emotion, you're just like, ah, alright. You're like, oh god, I can't. Yeah. Alright, so bringing it back on track, yeah. I think from by by like wallowing in self pity over fucking there. Sorry. Yeah, it was it was yeah. it was great. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what do you think is a skill that you 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 use on a daily basis in in your current I guess profession or career, like as a YouTube host? Like, what do you think is the most important thing that like if you had to put a name to a skill that you think is like this is what allows me to be successful successful at that. Mm. That allows me to be successful. Or, like, makes your life, like, what you find important in your day. Is it time management? Is it, be, is it, is it like, you know, this, doing this kind of sort of writing, thinking about things in a certain way? I think um, the idea of prioritizing what's important is um, become ever more apparent in my life. Like, not just in my work life, but in my life in general. Because I'm, I'm, like, of the many that try to just pile everything onto one plate. Right. And don't uh, take into consideration that, like, some things need more time than, than others. Yeah. One second. I'm just going to turn this up a little bit. No. No, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Go ahead. Yeah, prioritizing things for me has become, like, really... I've, I've noticed it, especially when it comes to scripting. Because yeah. I'll have to... Um, go back and forth between like the schedule they have a schedule of when they need things uploaded by so it really keeps you accountable for like getting something done in a certain amount of time which is a skill that I wish I could just apply to my own life like I feel like uh, at work I'm very efficient with getting things done by a deadline you, you got you're probably dispassionate with about things like it's like yeah no, this takes priority over that whereas yeah. in your personal life I guess there's emotion personal attached life, to things, there's right? emotion attached to it there's just like the idea of like well this is supposed to be my downtime from whatever right from work and everything else I don't want to build an IKEA cabinet right yeah, now yeah, yeah yeah but like well even just I'm saying like put um, 
priority on my own things, like my own creative projects. It's, you know, it's amazing that we can get up at like 5 a.m. for a job, but like if we needed to get up at 5 a.m. for some shit that we needed to do for ourselves, it's way harder. Right. We can't, we can be held accountable if it means getting up at 5 a.m. for a, for a, for a, for a run. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Working out in the morning. And it's like, that's just as important as, if not more important than the job. So I still have some ways to go with like, you know, bringing some of the skills that I've acquired from things I've learned from this job in my personal life. Mm-hmm. But I'd say, like, priority, like, making things a priority over others, definitely something that's And I guess just over time, your uh, barometer or, or, or like, I guess, uh, whatever test you do in your head gets more, uh, like, fine-tuned about, like, what is actually important or what's yeah. what should take priority. Yeah, and yeah. then you just, I guess, pattern recognition and stuff, you just get to see that more often and be like... No, I should be focusing on this right now. Yeah, and it's like just trying to, like, the idea of multitasking was just like pounded into our brains as kids. Like, the, the multitasking is a skill and put multitasking yeah, in your resume. Not, you're just doing a lot of things, yeah, but yeah, they should leave. Yeah. yeah, you're just half assing a lot Although of I'm stuff. Although I am the king of multitasking. <laughs> That's, uh, he, you could also speak to this. It's how, it's how I got to, got through, uh, university because I have a, I did a math degree and, uh, Kids don't do this, but I skipped almost all of my lectures and taught myself everything from textbooks and got really good at doing math and learning math while watching Netflix. There you go. You know, and watching all of Breaking Bad while while teaching myself advanced calculus. You, yeah. You've seen me do it, right? Like you saw me do like study, and you're like, "That's how it happens. That's what you do." Like I would have my I would have my laptop here. Uh-huh. And then and then I'd have I have my books and stuff and sitting be sitting at my desk and then I'd have my TV on and then just like with like with Netflix or like how much your mother or uh, friends on just in the background going. and yeah. just going and then I would just be like ha and then X <laughs> equals yeah. oh yeah yeah and then like do, just doing like crazy like linear algebra dimensions like Fuck all, all of this crazy shit like. Yeah, you probably don't know this. I have a degree in actuarial and financial mathematics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, you know me as a guy that tells dick jokes on stage, so. <laughs> Which is let's a... keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the crazy thing. It's like you you have all this education, and then you go mm-hmm. go through. It's like your pat, and then you find your passion. It's like. My passion is telling, ridi- saying ridiculous things on stage. I wish I found my passion before I went to school. Now I'm just in. What do you What, what do you educate? Police in? foundations. Wow. Yeah. So, so that's why you have the mustache. Yes. If you're wondering, for those of you at home, no, I, have I feel really good about that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I have it because yeah. I'm s- sick and tired of uh, looking like a child. Yeah. Well, you got that baby face, right? How old are are you actually? I'll be 28 on the 18th. Jesus Christ, and I look older than you. Yeah. 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 People say it's good, but I don't see it. I think it'll. I got Gray's coming. I'm gonna look like Reed Richards soon. Yeah. Fantastic. That's uh, you know, you can either go as Justin Trudeau as Aladdin or Reed Richards for Halloween this year. Yeah, you gotta put pain here or yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> let's keep it to the hair. Yeah, let's keep it to the hair. Yeah, yeah. I took that though, and just like I was an idiot and went uh, out of like, away from home for school. Right. Um, and Spent a pretty penny. Accumulated yeah. all of this debt in order to live away from home and not work and focus on like what I was doing. Right. Um, mainly because of Getting a girl. Really good at keg stands. I was, uh, yeah, mainly because partying and 
because I wanted to come up here because I had a girlfriend that was like living up in this in this area. So. Oh wow! Did you like, also do the thing where you had a girlfriend for most of university? All through college. Yeah. And then yeah. we broke up don't, when I graduated. Don't do that. Brutal. Don't do, that. Don't do don't it. Don't do that. Telling me now, or regret it. Although she, did, I think she'll probably listen to this. Not saying that the relationship was bad. She She's won't like, listen. It, it's it's a it's a it's an issue of like it it's that uh, it's just that like. You, you meet someone, you, you get close to someone, and then you, like, as a result of, like, having all these great times, you kind of, like, all, you accumulate great memories by having a girlfriend through university, but you also accumulate, uh, like, this, this kind of cash, like, of things that you regret not doing. Yeah, right. sure. And then, uh, you know, inevitably, most relationships end up ending, and then when, when you, when you, when you, you end relationship and you can speak to this too because you did uh you, you you did a long one eh? you did you, you you did a long one that that that, that there was uh there was some regrets on and i'll say i was a good friend i was a good friend and he agrees with me like i think two two years in or something i was uh, like you gonna you gonna fucking hit the eject button bro yeah. and uh and then like you would agree that like looking back there there's there's a parachute should have been pulled a little bit earlier. But when you get to the end, you you've accumulated all these great memories. Yeah. But you also you, you also have this like stockpile of like, look at all these things that I didn't do. Look at this years right? I missed. Yeah. But I'm happy I went to college because that's where I like was bold enough to try stand up comedy. So you've been doing that for the, I guess that yeah. would be that was eight, eight years. Two, yeah. So 2011 is when I first got on stage. Wow. Um, I did it a few times. This was in Oshawa. I did it a few times in the city. Oh, UIT? Uh, no, I went to Durham. Not even, like, the good oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it was... You know what they changed their name to? And one of my friends is very, they, very mad about they, this. They changed... The University of Ontario Institute of Technology changed their name to Ontario Tech University. Which just makes it sound like an, an internet college. Like, doesn't it just oh, sound like... You. Yeah, doesn't you, it just sound like... Ontario Tech University, like, yeah, doesn't that sound like something with, a, with, like, that would have one of those cheesy commercials yeah, yeah. that you'd have to read? She's like, sitting around thinking, what am I going to do with my life with Everest College yeah. commercials? <laughs> You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. I was waking yeah. up at yeah. 6 a.m. to go to Tim Hortons yeah. for the fifth day in a row, and then I was just like, something's got to change. I got so go to go to <laughs> So now I'm at old OTU, and I'm pursuing my dream. Well, it's because everybody kept fucking up UOIT. <laughs> They kept calling yeah. it U of T, and they're like, yeah. oh, let's see, the better one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, MIT? No, yeah, U-O-I-T. Yeah. U-O-I-T, yeah. 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 Now all those diplomas are fucked. They got all the discredited, they're going to look up U-O-I-T and be like, this school doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, and I guess not now, like, <laughs> do, do you send, do, you have, do they have to, like, just, like, reprint send out, off? yeah, reprint them, send them out? You gotta put a little piece of tape over it or yeah. something? Um, no. <laughs> it's like, until then, um, here's your complimentary masking tape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just with the proper logo on it. Yeah. That's but so like, funny. Yeah, man, yeah. I wish... I wish... There was, there was a few relationships after college, too, that I should have hit the eject button on. Yeah. I remember, like, one only lasted a year, but, like, six months in, I was saying to my friend, like, I don't know if this is gonna work out. And he goes, why don't you break over there? I was like, yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> and then it was like another six months. Ah, let's like, spend another 800 bucks for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's not yeah. working. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Plenty of those. Plenty of those that we'll see. Hey, you live and you learn. Yeah, that's it. And and uh, I, I, I luckily, like, I have 
I have a great uh, great dad that's got uh, he's he's super supportive and like he dads like my friends too like he, he like he'll, people will go for him, to him for advice like one of my friends whose dad unfortunately passed away like he'll he'll just call my dad like out, out of nowhere and just be like like hey I need advice on this mm. whether it be work or, or personal life or whatever and because and I think he does even better parenting other people than he does with me because like there's <laughs> no a detachment. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. there he has no stake in the in he the company swear, right he's not he's not invested it. in it. Yeah, that's whereas true. like with me like <laughs> last week uh, I I had an interview and like I he was like do you want me to help you prep your interview and I was like yeah and then like you know regretted it as soon as we started because. <laughs> I, I, it helps, it, it, it helps, it helps, like, it helps, but like he was, uh, like he, we're very, very similar people mm-hmm. and that's like that there's great things associated with that. I attribute my confidence, my, uh, my ability to like, like network and talk to people and, uh, and my ability to tell stories and all of that. Uh, and then I attribute my, like most of my sense of humor to my mom, mm-hmm. but, um, on my, with my dad, it's like. We're, because we're so similar, like, and we're both alphas, so, like, as soon as, as soon as, like, he, he wants to dominate the conversation, and so do I, and then you just end up butting heads, yeah, and then yeah, it's yeah. like, and then he interrupts me, and I get indignant, you know, and then <laughs> yeah, I interrupt him, and yeah. he gets even more angry, and then eventually it just comes to a shouting match, and then, <laughs> like, after, like, 20 minutes, we were both like, Mom! <laughs> Mom, get in here! <laughs> and then she just sort of sat there while we went over these things. And then, as soon as it would get tense, like she would be like, "All right, like you're gonna have a mediator Everyone come for your down. interview." Yeah, and like, like, it, like, I get what both parties here are saying. However, uh, we need to, you know, calm down. down. And the unfortunate part is like this is one of the things that I'm so embarrassed about myself, and like I, I'm, I don't think it'll ever change. Like when I get really angry and upset, I cry. Mm. So like I I like I I tear up and like I tear up and, like my like and then so it's like and then it's just I I don't know maybe I have easy tear ducts or something but Bro, like I like and then so like I I don't I've never been in a fist fight but I think like if I ever got into one yeah I think my face would be scary enough because like <laughs> you imagine you're about to square up with someone and they're <laughs> crying you're just like oh this guy's gonna pull a knife like this guy's yeah. gonna, like this is like, Man, this guy's gonna he, like he'll kill himself and me like, yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it's just yeah. it's it's not a good look so I that I have uh, I have incentive to deescalate things uh, like a lot and uh, I don't know I, I think in, like it's the, the fun part is that, like, now that I, I do this and, like, I, I've really, like, nothing really embarrasses me mm. much anymore. Like, I, I, I think, like, I've said, you know, I'm like anyone, you stand in the shower and you regret the thing you did four years ago and you, you like, just, like, you know, beat yourself up for it every yeah. now and then. But I don't think, like, so if I would were to do anything today, I don't think I would be embarrassed for, for having done it, mm, right? I like, see what you mean, yeah, I, like, yeah. I think that's, going back to that, you know, reaching your, your fuck it moment, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, like, I don't think there's any, like, I'll, I'll go places, and I'll just dance in the middle of the dance floor, I'm not a great dancer. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a great dancer, Dude, but I just do it confidently, <laughs> and, and like, and then when people, when, when, and, and people are like, you look Same ridiculous, shit. I'm like, I'm gonna great time <laughs> like, we're gonna be crying at puppy videos and yeah oh my god yo guys fast forward we're just eating like skinny pop popcorn drinking yeah, white wine yeah. and talking about uh, rosé, yeah yeah, yeah. Rosé! <laughs> i felt so bad 
so uncomfortable saying that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, scrub yeah. that. Scrub that from the record. Yeah. I, so I mean, whiskey. Yeah. Whiskey in. Holy shit. Yeah. I like a lot of different uh, alcohols, but I can't drink a, lo- a lot of, like, mixed drinks because I'm allergic to fruits. Mm. So, like, I'm allergic All to fruits? a lot of them. I'm mm. allergic to, like, apples, peaches, it's kiwis. revolver game to figure yeah, out. Yeah, pears, kiwis. Like, so, like, I can't I can't drink any nondescript juice. Mm. You know, when you go places yeah. and there's Fruit juice in pit- pitchers, I'm like, I can't, even if it's orange, I'm like, is it orange cocktail or yeah. is it orange juice? Like, because yeah. yeah. I can still eat citrus, so, like... So now my, my drink of choice when I go out is like just a vodka soda with a couple of limes. Hey, it's healthier for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I less I, I legit, knock on wood, I, I've never had a hangover. Yeah. I mean, I'm young, but like it's it's still like because yeah, I'm, I'm religious it. about my hydration mm-hmm. when I go out. Like I, I won't, if I come home after I've been drinking, I won't let myself go to sleep until mm-hmm. I've drank at least like two liters of water. Jeez. And like, I, even if I'm up for another 40 minutes doing that, like, well, I, I'll, I'll watch TV and just be like, chug water. And then like, cause then you, you go to sleep, you wake up, you're like, oh my God. And you know, my mouth isn't like, like bone dry. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, it's good. It, it's been working so far. I um, always, uh, we would always take, um, activated charcoal. Hmm. Pop a couple, four of those before you go to bed. They give it to you when you have alcohol poisoning. So right, the when they pump, pump, the, pump your stomach Yeah, stuff, so they yeah. give you activated charcoal. So if you just take that after like a heavy night of drinking, you kind of wake up like nothing really happened. Yeah. Kind of like a couple drinks. You know? Hey, guys, look, we're dropping knowledge yeah. here. Activated yeah. charcoal will save your hangover. Yeah. Although if you're 50, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's going to work. Yeah. I think it's going to be rough every time. Every That's time fun. you drink hard. So I asked you, uh, I, I sent you a qu- a couple of questions before before we uh, we started this. Just asking, like, in, in terms of stand up, because mm-hmm. I wanted to like get like stories that you had thought over. Yeah. Um, so, like I just want to hear because uh, I think a lot of uh, like a bunch of comedians actually listen to this, and I'm thank cool. you for listening. I appreciate that. Uh, and like I know them, so it's like, oh my god, you you don't have to like we, <laughs> you know me. You don't have to listen to my shit. Like, you don't have to listen to more. <laughs> yeah, of me. yeah. That's you you get enough of my blabber mouth in person. <laughs> Because, uh, like I said, I'm an alpha and I dominate conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I just want to hear what your uh, what your best uh, best kill or like the like when you killed the yeah, hardest so and when you bombed the hardest. I definitely have a bomb story, but kill the hardest. Oh, I know, I know what the yeah. So I did it, and I have it on YouTube, so you can see it for yourself. It it sucks too, cause I don't like. Send me that link. I'll put it in the description. Then people. I don't can like putting. I don't like putting like YouTube clips up per se, yeah. unless I've like done all the shit that you were talking about, yeah. where you're putting in the, you know, captions, captions and a good thumbnail, and it's no longer than thirty seconds to a minute, you know. But I had to put it up there because I was like applying to a couple comedy festivals. Yeah. And I need to see. Do you it. throw it up unlisted or public or? That's the thing. I had it as private, and they reached out to me and were like, "Hey, your video can't be private; it has to be public." And I was, but I was like, "I gave you the private link. I don't understand why yeah. it has to be." But regardless, I, I just keep all my my stand up like this clips unlisted. So yeah. Like, you, if I send you the link, like watch it. But yeah, otherwise, I'm like, I don't want to be searchable I'm, yet. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to burn material. Exactly. <laughs> I want to just like put it back to private. I think after yeah. a little bit, but. Um, maybe I'll leave it up because you're going to share it. Um, oh, that's up to you. It was at the corner, and I had been doing sets there pretty regularly on the Wednesdays. Um, JJ was kind enough to, well, ask me to do, like, barking for there. Right. And uh, and I just kept 
showing up. And I haven't been in a while because I've been out of town. I just got back, and um, I was doing eight, eight and ten o'clock every every single Wednesday. I was doing the eight and doing the ten. That's fucking amazing. Just just running the same like, adding some new shit in, trying to move around, but running the same stuff. And then just one night, I don't know what it was. It just like. I did a good riff right off the top that you won't really understand. That's why I don't like the videos because right. you don't really understand the context of what I'm riffing about. Was it a callback to like someone else's there was, this, there was these two guys in the very front row that were like male models. Like literally like perfectly symmetrical. Like, you know, and everyone was commenting on it, right? Everyone right. was like this, blah, blah, blah. And you're, and, then, and you're a pretty handsome dude. Like, so like, these guys must have been like angelic. Dude, yeah. put me to shame. These guys, holy shit. And, uh, but before I went on, these two kind of nerdier guys with glasses, like, came around and, like, sat beside them. And, uh, and then I, and then I came on stage, and I guess they all kind of knew each other, the people around the yeah. front. So that was, like, really good, because I had them all like this. But right. what I said, what I said to them was, uh... It's like a feedback loop, right? If one of them yeah. laughs, they laugh at each other's laughs. Exactly. And... So I, I looked at the guys, and I said, I thought that you guys looked Photoshopped. I believe that. But then when these guys came in, I was like, oh, they did the Photoshopping. So it's just, <laughs> and it just killed so hard. They just, their friends over here laughed. They were laughing. Oh Everybody else was laughing at it because they have been talking about it the whole yeah. night. And then everything after that just was like, Boom, boom, boom. That's the thing, boom. you gotta like you gotta build that rapport. Mm. And I, I I like I learned that in in practice this week this past week because I, I did uh, I did I came up with this new bit that that like is is really really fun like it and it pops a lot now like because mm. I figured out how to get through it like I so I did it on Saturday uh, th- of this past week and like that was the first time that it murdered mm. and then I did it Sunday did really well again yeah. and then I did it Monday didn't pop right because <laughs> it, it did didn't it on a pop. monday bro no well, well, <laughs> and then i went back and i listened to it and it's it's that i did like uh, the other ones i was doing longer sets yeah and i had the the bit toward the end right okay. so and then on monday and then on monday i did it like as like the second thing i said mm. and then i listened back and i was like oh they weren't they weren't with me yet yeah right yeah, and like yeah. i needed them on my side mm-hmm. and i needed to build that rapport Is it a dirtier joke yeah yeah, yeah that and, stuff? And, and like you, I, I, you need to have that like be like, oh, we're all friends now. Now yeah. let's talk about this. Yeah, right? yeah, that kind of un unspoken yeah. uh, language. And, and like they have to kind of they have to be invested in it themselves in order 100%. for it to be. It's like, like they have to be complicit almost, mm-hmm. right? And it's like if they don't laugh, then it's like you you did this to yourself, right? Yeah. And so I one of the thing ways I figured out how to make it pop better is that like I asked before I get into the bit, I ask a question, that gets them invested. Mm-hmm. And then, like, their answer to that question ends up being, like, a part of the premise. Mm-hmm. So then, like, n- they've already answered the question. So then, like, now I'm just, like, they've, they've said the answer. now, And then afterwards, I give them the question. Okay. And then they have to, like, and then they're, like, okay, now we've already answered this. So it's, like, we can't take it back. Yeah, yeah, And then, yeah. so they're they're really on my on, on my side. I'll sh- afterwards, I'll show you because it's, like, yeah, yeah. I just kind of, like, like, you know, shoehorn them. It's, like. It, yeah, it's kind of like ambushing them, yeah. but I, I like that, because that's what I've learned recently, is it, like, having false premises is really fun. Yeah. Right? I have this Having bit, stuff that you don't yeah, believe yeah. in at all, but trying to get them to, like, come to your side on it. Well, well like, what, what I, like, I, the one that I, I just came up with, which I don't mind burning, because it's just a, it's a, like, it's just a silly premise, sure, is that yeah. um, I, I, I said it on, uh, on yesterday, and I said, women are better than men. 
and then people are like woo, and then I go yeah. at some things, like and then and then they're like what, and then everyone gets quiet, like yeah. everyone literally got quiet because they was like where is he going with yeah. this, right? And then I was like, like I, for example, women are better at playing the video game. Uh, Extreme Roller Coaster Tycoon Six, <laughs> right? I don't, I can't yeah. remember if that's the exact name, yeah. but like I said that, and then the, the people were like, "What?" And then I was like, "Because women have a connection to roller coasters that men never could. They, they, they just connect with the rides." And then people are like, "What is going on?" And then it's like, "Because most women already talk like roller coasters." <laughs> like, yeah, and then I do a whole act out and stuff, yeah. and then people are like, oh, "Okay, this is what like because yeah, 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 and then yeah. it's like it this like the false premise was like I talk about the video game, and people are like, uh-huh. oh, he's gonna talk about that has nothing to do with what the what yeah. the joke is, right? But it's just like it kind of like it, it, it kind of the hard left. I'm kind of learning that those really really work well into like getting more pop off of a joke. Oh yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, I'm getting. I think I'm just getting better at everything. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm just getting more attuned to, like, how to set the table. Yeah. Right? It'll come with time, too. Like, I still have no idea, like, yeah. what the fuck I'm doing. Obviously, like, I just I write shit down in a notebook and just hope that it turns out funny. And Most of the times I write on stage. Honestly, like, my girlfriend says that some of my best writing is shit that I just come up with in that moment. So That's you do just riff stuff and then, like, you, you take it and then... I have, I have the ideas... Of what I want to go through, like I do point form, just like yeah. topic ideas, and then I kind of like have, I'll try to have a joke within each one, but then if it's something new, I just kind of try to find the funny in right. it. Sometimes it's not there, and you have to just go, okay, put that on the shelf, come back to it another time. Yeah. Those are bits that I wrote in my first year that I couldn't get off the ground, and now looking back years later, I can be like, oh, okay, now I know what to do with that bit, right. now I have the tools, you know? There's tons, tons, and tons of shit like that. The reason why that one set, though, for me was, like, uh, one of my bigger kills. And, I'm like, it's not even, like, about audience size. Like, it's about, it was about last per minute for me. And then on top of that, I had um, Joe from the corner who owns the corner, um, Joe Tachito. He, he came in, like, partway through my set. And you can hear him laughing on the recording, which I loved. I was like, this oh, is great. Awesome. You know, even the owner's having a good time. Like, this is perfect, you know? That, that to me, was a win. I could hear the bartender laugh. I could hear him laugh. Oh, man, when you make the staff like, laugh yeah, in a place, that's, it's like, because they see all of it. So much, right? Fun. And they've seen the act, like, yeah. over and over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. And then to laugh at the same joke, you're like, terrific. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the, the hugest compliment I get from, like, my friends that I keep consistently dragging out to shows and like i'm so thankful when they do come mm. and when they laugh Save them for uh, competition. yeah oh uh, well i have one on monday seriously <laughs> that i didn't get through because oh, yeah. a couple of people have canceled on me <laughs> that's why you save friends yeah, for competition okay. yeah <laughs> yeah but, I it, on the head out. <laughs> but it was uh yeah but like when they when i do a bit that like they hurt they were there like for a couple of like a couple of my friends, like, they were there when I came up with the joke, mm-hmm. and then they, they, they heard, they saw, like, a video of me doing it, and then they came to see it in person, they laughed mm-hmm. again. Yeah, It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, my, like, you guys are great. Like, yeah. I, I hope I can do something for you that, like, allows me to support your dreams in that way. Yeah. Like, because, like, we can't do this shit by ourselves, right? Like, no, we get... No, no, you need people, like... Like, after I, I killed yesterday... Your your first fans. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, that's and really... I killed yesterday, and I, and then after the show, like, I waited, and I shook people's hands, I just literally, and that, like, really earned Honestly, I was like, thank you for coming. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Like, I needed this. Yeah. Thank you. Like, and before I left, the people that didn't even walk out, I just went to their tables and I was like, 
thank you. Like, we, like I, yeah. I, just from the bottom of my heart, because, like, yeah. it's just, I, I couldn't have this That'll feeling that I have right about. now, like, without, without you being there, right? It's a different thing, like, I, it, I wish that everyone could feel, like, what it feels like to kill. And the next, like, you're good for, just, like, the next, like, few days. It, it gets you through. All of the and chatter in your head just, just disappears. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, and then on the way home yesterday, it was two and a half hour drive back. I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah. I'm not saying I kill often when no, I said that. No, sentence. no, like, but, It's not often, no. but, like, when you do, it's a powerful fucking drug. Oh, man. And I, and I had to, like, and the, the guy that I went with, he's a bit of an asshole because he didn't even drive me all the way home. Mm. He dropped me on a bus. To, oh, to take, nice. like, a, a bus for 25 minutes afterwards, too. <laughs> and even though it would have cost him 10 extra minutes just to drop me at home. Anyways, uh, but, like, when I when I got, got up, when I was, like, waiting for the bus, I, was, I wasn't even that mad. I, I was kind of upset with him, but just in general, I was like, I'm still having a great time. Like, yeah, and I was yeah. sitting on the bus, didn't listen to anything, just sat there in my own thoughts, and I was just like, it's a good day. Yeah, it's yeah. 2 in the morning, I'm on a bus. On the TTC, driving in the dark, and I was yeah. like, I'm having a phenomenal time. <laughs> like, no, nothing can rain on my parade. Yeah. Like, today I went for a walk, and, like, I didn't bring an umbrella, and it started to rain a little hard, and then, like, usually I'd be like, oh, fuck, right? And then I was just like, oh, it's a nice day. It mm. kind of cools you down a little bit. Like, <laughs> literally nothing can rain on my parade. <laughs> Not even fucking rain. Not even fucking rain, rain, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And now, off of that, Worst when did you bomb? bomb? <laughs> In the worst way possible. Ugh. Um, a buddy of mine booked a lot of. He worked for a charity and he booked a lot. Of, he used to be like a music promoter, booked a lot of really cool shows. Knew a lot of like. He had me open for the cast of Letter Kenny when they were doing like live shows in Ottawa for their fundraiser, and then he um, had set up a Kenny versus Spenny show. Oh, I used to love that. that show. So they were performing in Oshawa. It's a... Saw Spenny live. Huge letdown. Oh, <laughs> for sure. I was like... Huge letdown. Okay, this is ridiculous. It's like, Let me tell you Kenny more, needs to be here. hundred <laughs> percent. That yeah. guy is a fucking downer, man. Yeah. He, so, of course, like... And he was hosting Dirty Bingo uh, at my at my university. And, like, he was just there. It's like, and you wear a dildo. And I was just like, all right, this is depressing. Yeah, yeah. I... They're, those guys are like you know they're doing what they can to make money I guess just being themselves but like we, when you see like when you brand yourself as something and you be, develop a fan base for it like you gotta be careful because that could become like your whole thing like look at yeah. the trailer park guy like boys and like trailer park guys because they're older yeah. now the trailer park guys that like that's their whole thing like they gotta show up and be these characters you know like trailer park hospice yeah, 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 yeah essentially the trailer park seniors like yeah yeah that's and it's like it's good and and bad I guess like it's good because you don't have to work a regular job but yeah bad. so these like I go I'm there to open for the show uh, another comic Trevor Brown is opening um, he opens for me and then brings me right on and there's probably like I want to say. 350, like 400 people. Wow. Just in this kind of uh, standing room. They're standing mm-hmm. for the show. Mm-hmm. In a theater, whatever. Mm-hmm. In this music hall. Mm-hmm. 400 people standing. Mm-hmm. And Trevor does okay. He does pretty good. They're like, because most people are getting their beer and they're like, oh, this guy's going to entertain us till they get here and whatever. Um, but he does like 10 minutes. By the time he gets off, I come on stage. 
And Trevor is like a dirtier comic. Mm-hmm. I would say dirtier comic. Yeah. Um, so he kind of fit like there. He's from Oshawa. He kind of like was able to. Oh, this is in Oshawa. This is Oshawa. So picture like 400 Kenny versus Penny fans in Oshawa crammed into a room. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Picture that. For I a love, second. Guys, I love. Uh, if you're listening for I love Oshawa, you, Oshawa. I, I love doing shows at Oshawa, but. But not. not 400 of you? That's fucked. So he like does his thing, does well, gets off stage. I'm and, nervous uh, right now. I'm like freaking out backstage. Like I'm like having a full blown panic attack. Like just because I could hear, the crowd is not silent. You know what I mean? They're not. La- they're, I I can't hear just laughter or just clapping. I just hear chatter. Mm. Just like four hundred people like talking, and then Trevor like announces me, brings me out, and I come out, and not a fucking person's paying attention. Everyone's looking at each other. They're all looking around. They're all having a blast of doing shots. Like. Crazy. That's what you do, Alan. Huh. Yeah. You do what? I have a bit where I scream. Yeah. <laughs> Loudly and aggressively. And it, it's like, it's probably what, like a minute and a half? Yeah. A minute and a half or two minutes of just me screaming. Oh my god. Uh, it gets, every time I do it, it gets, like, the, the reason it's like, like I'm kind of embarrassed about it is like, it gets a laugh every time. It mm-hmm. works every time. Mm-hmm. And yet, it hurts my throat. <laughs> okay. You it makes my throat tickle. Point, yeah. I actually figured out a way to do it, um, like, uh, like without screaming. Yeah. It doesn't pop quite as much, but mm-hmm. it still works. Is like, instead of screaming, I'm like, I, I go, I recently got into slam poetry. Mm-hmm. And then I just do it like I'm a slam poet. And like, the first, the first, like, the first, like, couple of like, I am a man. Uh, yeah. I am. I'm strong. I lift weights. I bench press one plate, terra pectoral, yeah. out for six months. And like it's just, and then I it, like I just yeah. increasingly say things like I keep saying like I'm a man, but yeah. then I say less and less manly things as I go. Okay, yeah. And then yeah. it's just like my conviction is what's funny because like I'm just I'm a, kind of like a scary looking like like face like when I'm when I like when my eyes wide it. and look angry yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. it's kind of like it kind of like put throws you yeah. off. And then, so, like, just the combination of me talking about, like, saying the yeah. things I'm saying in the tone I'm saying it, like, is just, it's it's ridiculous, You're right? You're like a Latin gangster. Yeah. I, I, I literally <laughs> said that to him today. I was wearing, here, I'll show you. I was wearing this, this fucking jacket that I bought just the at Costco. At Costco. <laughs> and, I, and I, with this hair, I was walking, I was like, I look like a Mexican gangster. <laughs> yeah, hey, Like, I, I do. And it's like, hey, Carlos, yeah. eat me in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, like that's me. That's that's me as a Mexican <laughs> gangster, doing longshore fishing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like crack an egg in my beer in the morning. Cocaine. <laughs> We're off the coast. So I yeah. go out there and uh, I do the whole hey, how you guys doing? They're all going. They all see me now and they're all going nuts. Yeah. I've got maybe the front two rows of people standing. Call it 60. Yeah. Call it 60 people. Mm-hmm. Just standing and smiling and fucking holding yeah. their beer and just nodding and shit. And uh, I'm doing the jokes and it's a weird, th- it's a weird thing because I've never experienced this before where you, it takes time for it to reach the back of the room almost. Yeah. So I, I'd like hit a punchline and then I have to like, pause because I could feel it like get a laugh the very back like right. it took like an extra second I don't know what it yeah. is it's kind of like when you do like a wave. when you do like a pot show you ever, yeah. you, you ever have that it's a real education in how to do your timing because mm. it's like 
you'll have people that are like that are sober and they get the laugh and they laugh yeah. immediately and then you have people that are like so big that they might not even be conscious yeah. and then and then they also laugh at it but like the first time like, I did it like I, I was I was I, I would say punchline and yeah. then I'd, I'd be like halfway through the setup of the next joke hear a laugh and then just hear up like but not like a small laugh it would just yeah. be like <laughs> yeah, and then you interrupt. They yeah. interrupt the show. He's like, "You hear what he? You hear what he said? You know what And then it's like, it, it's such a weird thing. Yeah, it's, it's like it's brutal like that. Uh, and uh, but you learn something from it. Oh yeah, know. and I like, and I realized how to kind of dig myself out of this hole. But nothing was working. Like it was just like nodding, you know, tiny little spurts of laughter. Like it yeah. sucked the soul out of me. And then uh, I have this whole like bit about taking my dog to the dog park when she was a puppy, and I was made the mistake never do this comedians of do, trying to set up a joke via a question to a large audience of being like, does anyone here have a dog? Expecting just like clap, it wasn't. Everyone was like, woo, I do. And then another, and someone was like, you have a dog? No way, I have a dog. And they would just turn and start having a full-on conversation to each other. How long have you had your dog for? Oh. What breed is it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you can ask a question, but you have, to, you have to be specific. Yeah. You, sir, be, do you have a dog? It's got to be specific. Yeah. You cannot just put it out to the ether. And that, yeah. so that kind of fucked up my timing there, and I had to wait for that to end. And the only way I knew that because they were a Kenny versus Spenny crowd, I could get away with some, like, cruder shit. Yeah. And uh, there's a part of that bit where I use the microphone as my dick, and I bang it against the, the mic stand. Yeah. Just like a dog was yeah. humping me. Yeah. That's the whole thing. A dog starts humping me. So I'm like banging this thing. Yeah. And I just kept, you know, I didn't even like want to continue doing jokes. I just kept doing this. Yeah. Just just humping yeah. this mic stand. And it, just, it was killing. And then I felt like shitty for doing that. Like, yeah, you uh, felt like easy, a cop out. Yeah. Easy cop out of yeah. a way to get out of this. Yeah. It's, a li- it, it's a little hacky, but yeah. like, but I like with all of the things you said about that but story, I, like, I would have done the same thing. I was like, I need to pull my whips out. Like in that situation, out. like even if you're a cleaner comic, you just go like, we're gonna talk about dicks now. Yeah. Because like everyone seems to enjoy when people talk about dicks on stage. But here's how you reason. know it was a bad set. After Kenny and Spenny do their whole debacle um i had people coming up to me not saying like hey great set man they were like hey that was really brave of you (laughs) (laughs) that was brave they're like i wouldn't have done that they're like this crowd is insane like they were like the people that were in the front row like also could see what what i was dealing with and i was verbalizing it too like hey what the fuck are you guys doing over there like just calling people out Because I'm like, come on, like, fucking well, pay attention like, it, here. It, it's, it's nice, like, when pe- you find, like, audience yeah. members that get on your side. Like, uh, I don't, have you ever done Hardwood Blues in Ajax? Sounds familiar. It's, it's a bar show. It's on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. But they, you, they let you do, like, 10 to 15 minutes uh, oh, right. and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, like, I go out there because, like, there's a couple regulars that, like, that, there's a few regulars that come there every weekend. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, and when I go there, like, they're, they're, they're all, like, attentive. Like, but it's a rowdy crowd. So it's regulars, and they're, they're there. It's on Sundays. So some, some of them are watching football, mm-hmm. and they don't really want to listen. And, like, the biggest, one of the biggest compliments I've gotten from an audience is, like, when I went there this last time, like, one of the, one of the regulars, like, when I got on stage, there were people being rowdy, and then I was like, all right, guys, quiet down. And then this one guy, like, this one, like, big black dude was just like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and he was like, I want to hear what this guy has to say. And I was, and I, I was there, and I was like, 
I was like, I tried not to show up, but I was just like, oh my god. He's not going to be. Like, I totally became like a girl getting confident. Yeah, I was like, yeah. for me? Is that for me? Nice. And then like, and then I had like a good set because yeah. I was just like, I was like confident. I was like, this guy, like, yeah. this like, this, this like scary looking dude. It was like, he wants to hear what my jokes are. And then it's like, because, you know, I guess he saw me a few times and like he, every time I, I guess I made him laugh and it was just like, Hey. And like those are like the little things like the, what we were talking about earlier, just doing stuff for the love of the game. Like, yeah. Like, that's like a ca- tiny little thing that happened, but it's like that gives me like that fills me up, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. I did so much of the stuff just for the love of the game early on. Like when I lived in Brockville and still wanted to do comedy, I had to drive like you know an hour to Kingston. Yeah. Or like an hour to Ottawa, two hours to Montreal, four hours to Toronto, just wow. to do mics. Just to work on shit. Because, like, what am I going to do? Work on it in my fucking bathroom? Like, you know, you need, like, a real audience feedback. And I guess eight years ago, that's before podcasts get big. So, like, what were you doing in the car? Just, like, playlists? Yeah. Just music. Um, Road trips were always fun with buddies because they would ask me to, like, recite, like, certain stand-up bits because I knew... I was, like, such a student of comedy before I started even Mm. doing comedy that, like, I was... I would rewatch. Hey, do Chris Rock's uh, Chris Rock's Black Guys N Word. Yeah, yeah. That's what he says, boys. Black. Okay, I'm gonna try. No, I do like um, like Dane Cook, Louis Black, like George Carlin stuff. I really loved. And, wow. Like, some Robin Williams things were always fun. But yeah, it was just like just Ooh. mainly talking shit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the quickest uh, I, I got that from uh, from Pete Holmes I listened to his podcast he's like he, he has like this is my quickest Rob Willis impression <laughs> <laughs> it's great. so inside comedy like, like so for people yeah. that don't know him but it's his like... show um, he did like this whole sketch parody about the X-Men and he played like Professor oh yes 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 <laughs> uh, it's so like fi- when he fires people it's yeah. like it's like Amazing. Night, uh, what was that? Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. (laughs) So you can only go to places where you can see? Or I've been before, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it was uh, Thomas Middle Dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, and then he says, I got those three fingers. Have you watched the outtakes? No. Oh my god. If you want to go down a like a rabbit hole of yeah. like videos like oh, like search up those those outtakes cuz the outtakes are so funny cuz like they he says even more ridiculous things that mm-hmm. cuz that's what makes you break is when you say yeah. things that like and those are the like now that I do comedy like watching a sitcom isn't as fun for me but watching like bloopers of a sitcom best, that's great for best, me. Yeah. Right? Because I think what it goes back to is like it goes more silly, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, as you understand, look, I'll just speak for myself. As I understand comedy more, it's harder for me to laugh at things. Yeah. Right, because I I kind of see behind the curtain, like like, and then, uh, like I I mean this is a positive, but it's also a negative. Like I see punchlines like fucking miles away now. Yeah. yeah like yeah. as soon as someone's starting a setup, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is gonna be a punchline, right? Yeah. And it's like, and then the horse did that. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like see, and then. And so, like, uh, I was worried when I went to go see Tom Segura in August, mm-hmm. and I, I went to see him at the Sony Center or whatever the fuck they're calling it now. Um, and he and we went. To, I went to see him, and I was like, I was worried that I wouldn't be able to enjoy the show uh-huh. just as a show. Like, I I I was worried that I would be, just be like watching it and analyzing it all the way through. So I took measures and I got really drunk. Nice. And then I had a great time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just let, um, I only ever not enjoy watching comedy when I'm on the show. I can't. Mm-hmm. can't watch. I can't watch other people sets, me. Man, yeah. I can't watch people after me. It just, like, completely fucks with me the whole time. Um, doesn't have anything to do with those people. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, mm-hmm. I'm so trying to We've met each other, on. like, six yeah. or seven times. I've seen you on stage maybe once. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't watch the other people. Yeah, yeah. Like, like and then like, that's, that's... You're so focused on getting your own shit out that it's like, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. And it's totally understandable. Lots of people feel yeah. that way, too. I, I will watch people... Like, sometimes I'll watch people that are on after me. Mm. Uh, like, especially, like, if, if we're friends and stuff. Um, like, but... I Actually, not just if they're friends. Like, if, my, if, if friends ask me to, like, watch it and be like, what do you think of this bit? Yeah. Like, and then I'll watch it, and then I'll, but then I'll watch it, like, critically, right? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, my, and true, then like, true. it's like, do you want my honest feedback? Because <laughs> I'm... My hairy feelings. Like, right. Like, <laughs> but... It, and it's hard because it's it's I think Chappelle said said it in his uh, his most recent special his like epilogue thing where he did that Q and A yeah he was like he he's like I don't watch a lot of other comedians because it's like watching someone else fuck your wife yeah yeah he was like you can do that better like I can do better than that right it's like yeah. it, so it's just it's that's one of my favorite jokes yeah and Man, it's just such a th- that's just such a throwaway lie like yeah. he just came with a spot spaz like space doing like, yeah. Man, I can do it better. <sighs> yeah, but I'm now I'm so uh, I'm so like wary of joke theory that like when I'm on a mm. show and I see someone hit their knee with a mic, I'm like, you want to do Chappelle right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I was on a uh, I apologize to this guy if he watches this because he might, but uh, he I was on this show and it was at, at someone's apartment and then they streamed it live on Twitch, mm, right? Okay. So it, I had a great time. Uh, and, and on the show and then so the weird thing was that there was like there was four there's five of us that that are like like open micers grinding like we all do it several mm-hmm. times a week and we've been at it for like at least like like at the, that, this point 11 months or longer right mm, yeah and and so and then the re- like there was i think there was nine or ten people on the on the show yeah each doing like five to seven minutes or something and uh m- Everyone else, it, it was either their second time or like first time on stage, on oh, stage, shit. right at this thing. Okay. And then the here's the, he, like this isn't a bomb story, but this is one of the most uncomfortable I've ever been at a show. Is that there was no spit like green room for the yeah. comedians, so we were just like standing, just off camera to the left of who was performing, ah. right? <laughs> so. And that, but so the people that were in the room, like that were in the apartment, like watching the show, they yeah. could see all of us, oh right? And then so, but so then I, but then I had to, we had to like just stand there and listen to, because he saved like the guy was would, was pretty smart at least. He put one of us, he put one of us that without our experience like at the top start the uh-huh. show, and then he put like everyone else, and then like four of us, four of us to end the show, right? Okay. So it had, it had it had a strong ending. But in the middle, it was very difficult to just sit there and be like, listen to people, and then like, and then it's just like, and then anxiety just hearing that, and then you just you're hearing like hack bits, and then you get angry when the when the people laugh at it. Yeah, yeah. And just like, <laughs> that's the craziest like, thing. And then, and then angry it's just like, people laughing. Yeah, it's like you're <laughs> And then you're like, and then you hear them do like a. A parody of someone else's bit, like and because yeah. like, they're new, they don't know. Maybe they're not educated. They don't know that someone else's Fucking bit, like things, parallel, but... parallel thinking or Comedy's whatever it hard. is. But people steal. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's and then happened. one guy was literally doing Louis C.K. 
Like, he was doing, like, his persona. You know, like, where he touches the face. And then he was like, and then, oh, it's like, oh, and then you have to come around the car. And then you're just like, you're getting on the boat chip. And then he was doing his cadence and everything. And then I was just looking at people. I'm like, oh, my this God. guy's doing Lucy Kiss. Sometimes I and then at one point he sat, he, 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 he laughed at his own thing and hit the mic on his leg. And I was just like, all right, pick a lane. Pick a lane. <laughs> Louis C. Chappelle. Yeah. And then it was just, Jesus. oh, man. I'm doing another one. That would yeah. be very funny. In to, Hamilton. To so. steal two famous comics material and just merge them together but call yourself like a mix of their name too <laughs> just that make it funny. very that apparent very you know? just yeah. like as a one-off i think that would be a fun idea for a show is we all like have to do like one of our favorite comedians they have to be dead i i, I have the uh, like you act as them you dress yeah. as them you halloween. do their whole yeah. like halloween a halloween yeah. show where you're like this is george carlin coming out and you have to do the whole thing like, like almost word for word as close right. as you can get it, same kind of cadence. That'd be fun. That would be, be fun. really fun. Yeah, we should really hit up fun. like comedy bar or something. See if they do that. Let's let's talk about it. We'll talk. We'll, be, we'll, we'll make yeah. plans off mic. That'd be pretty uh, cool. I, I also have an idea for a show that like maybe we can do this as like uh, as well because mm. I I have this idea. I, I want to call it a set list. And so what it is is so each of us we we write down our like the jokes we're gonna do like write out our set list. But just in like in like uh, you have to do it in like three words or less, like just the name of your bit. Okay. Right, and then so like for example like I'm a man, right? Like that would be it, and then it's like and then like you do three or four of them, enough for like seven minutes, and then you get to you when you get to the show, you have to trade with someone. Mm. And then so everyone goes on stage twice in the night. Okay. So off the top, you trade with someone that you haven't really seen that much on stage before. Like, and so that's what it would be hard to schedule. Like, so people that don't really know each other. Yeah. And then you have to take each other's set list and then go up and you don't get to look at it before. You just get to go up on stage and then look at your set list and then like, this is my first joke. This is my second joke. I would let do, them look you, at it to stew on it. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, and then you see, so you do like, like, what the and then fuck? so like, and then I also <laughs> probably do it with like an AB thing where you have like a screen and then the name of the bit comes up or something yeah. like that. Right. And then. And then the the fun part is like everyone does a set like that, and then everyone you everyone gets to come back up and do their actual material. Oh, okay. So then you get to see it's like, is the thing they came up with yeah. in the moment better than the thing I've written? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I it, it would be it would be like you have to get, like get comedians to... that don't have like fragile egos and stuff. Yeah, but for like, sure. But it, it, I think it's like a really fun. It would like it's just different, right? Yeah. And then it, I think it'd be like a learning experience because like it forces you to be like be in the moment and crowd work Take and all of that. Take a couple words too. Yeah, and yeah. It'd be funny if they do like. If and they if you hit eat shit, it's note, it's great. But it's funny if they hit like a similar note to yeah. what the joke actually is. That'd yeah. be insane to like catch. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and then like I I think the whole like the what I'm just personally trying to do when I write new bits and stuff is like I want to write things that no one else can do. But, like, that also challenges me. Like, I want to be, like, so original and, like, so... And I, I'm not, like, a topical... Like, mm. I'm more observational and silly. And, like, I don't I do not do politics and stuff. So, like, my goal is, yeah, like, I'm when I when I too. first, like, do an album, uh, like, looking forward into the future, like, it, I want, like, all of those jokes to still, like, work in 50 years. Like, I want, like... Yeah, I just want, sure. like... Maybe, like, a couple of the references might not make sense, but just the premises, I want them to be so universal that, like, everyone can laugh at them, because that's... And then... I think a trap that many people fall into as well is the city that they start in. They yeah. 
too many city-related jokes. Yeah. Like, if you have a lot of jokes about the subway, chances are it's not going to yeah. work in rural Ontario. And yeah. I mean, you're not going to be able to go to Kingston. Yeah, one subway joke, and then, like, we, yeah. it, like you're saying, like, one yeah. of the things is, like, and then it's, like, you have to have such good balance that when they tur- take that turn into Union, you don't even flinch. And right? Like, like, that is such a niche, union. like, Toronto yeah, yeah, joke yeah, yeah, that, like, yeah. no Only one else if would, you've like, experienced that, yeah. you get the yeah. joke. Yeah. For sure, yeah. And then, so, but those are the try to... Like, I'm trying to think in, a, like, a more global manner. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is, like, I, I listen to so many, like, like f- successful comedians' podcasts that, like, I just try and take all of the things that they do that make them successful and, like, you know, repurpose them for myself. Some of them I can't, like, do because, like, yeah. they're, they're talking about advice. Like, you know, when you're performing in a club every single night, like, you need to do this yeah, thing. It's yeah, like, yeah. all right, no, like, I barely, like, maybe once every two weeks I get into a club for, yeah. like, a good set. Like, so it's like just trying to like put all these things together and trying to take and just be educate myself and yeah. like and you're going to find your own uh, path too right like everyone that's the unique thing about stand up is everyone has their own way of like making it or getting through yeah. or, you know and to follow one person in particular it's you know you got to have a Bruce Lee kind of mentality where you yeah. adopt the best of everyone and yeah. do what's best for you at the end of the day. Oh, I did have one question about uh, going back to the YouTube thing. Like, sure. What do you, um, do you see any conversion between like their audience and then people that come to follow you and then end up coming to shows? Um, a lot of their audience is U.S. based. Okay. Um, not a lot of people in Canada or Toronto even specifically. Mm-hmm. I think that run-in at Comic-Con, they even said they were from out of town. They right. come in. Um, so I haven't even had anything that wise. Uh, I did shows at Zany's in Chicago, and I had a couple of people that lived in Chicago that were fans of the show, and I showed some interest and wanted to come out. Um, did six days in L.A., and there was people out in Los Angeles that lived there and fans of the show and you know wanted to meet up and like hang out. Had one guy tell me to come over to his house and his wife would cook me dinner and all that shit. Oh, it was insane. Yeah. I didn't go because it's fucking weird, but yeah. I was well, like... This is going to be a... Yeah, yeah well, I don't know. Situation. Like, I'm sorry, I don't know you. you what's know what the, what's like, the, I think cook you dinner is a euphemism for yeah, something. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was nice. It was a yeah. nice gesture. Yes. But at the end of the day, it was really far, and I was like, yeah, you know, what am I going to, yeah. All right. But, well, we're, we're coming hopefully. up toward the end here because we're doing an hour and 40, and I think we can, I, I'll ask my last couple of questions, and I'll yeah, get you the, the hell out of here sure. and, like, you know, wrap up your day. Uh, so I, I have a couple of questions that I've kind of put together uh, over the the time I've been doing this with is short, but like that, I kind of put a nice button on the end of this. Sure. Uh, so the first one is, uh, say you like morbidly, but say you died like, you know, t- tomorrow, mm-hmm. what's one thing you could say that you've done in your life that has left the world a better place? Left the world a better place. Might be in a personal sense. Like you did this for a certain person or just in, in general, uh, everyone's had a really different answer. So there's no, there's no right yeah. category that we're talking about. Well, I think, Ever since, like, wanting to become a comedian and having that kind of, like, fuck it moment. Yeah. I am I'm very adamant when I talk to anybody, really, about what their... Pa- like, people will tell me what they do, and I'm like, that's great. Like, that's what you do to pay rent, but, like, what are you passionate about? I think if we ask more people what they're passionate about, you're going to see, like, a change in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll run into people that I've had that kind of... Conver- that long conversation with over the course of, you know few years later and they're just like man like you know ever since then i started thinking about things differently right. like a good friend of mine from high school was like felt like he was wasting his life away until we had like a good heart to heart on like you know 
doing like you have to do shit man like you yeah. can't just like keep living the same getting out of the, the wheel you know so I, I think just like it wouldn't be like this Doesn't massive thing on the global scale no. that I left no. behind but I think there's a small group of people that you know I had good conversations with that'll last yeah. for them well I think uh, that's my Pass personal ph- yeah. philosophy is like I, I appreciate everyone that try, tries to start the global initiatives and mm-hmm. post statuses about things. Um, but, like, the, the, the thing that I believe is, like, if we all just kind of made sure we optimize the way we act in our own circle and our, yeah. own, our, our, our own, own sphere tribe. of influence, like, yeah. just by additive properties, like, just picture a, a huge Venn diagram that keeps overlapping. Like, yeah. if we all just try and, like, make sure when we overlap with other people where it's a positive experience. Yeah, like, exactly. The whole yeah. world would be a better place. Try like, to do that as much as possible. And for personally, like, one thing, like, if I die tomorrow, like, there, I'll probably have, like, a bunch of, every time I ask this, I'll share, like, a, a little thing. But, like, I'll just say, like, with my, my group of high school friends, like, I, I, I haven't let us, like, drift apart. Like, like, oh, one minute! That's my nonna. <laughs> uh, but, uh, like, the, the, the thing is that, like, I haven't left us drift apart. Like, mm. you know, we all went to different schools and, and, like, did different things. And yet, every time we're in the area together, we make a point of hanging out, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's very easy to drift apart as, like, life gets in the way. But, like, yeah. you have to be intentional about spending time with people if you care about them. Yeah. And that's, like, I think one positive thing I could say. Like, that's me optimizing my sphere of influence that's and that's something that i need to do actually more often like my girlfriend was like you don't have any friends <laughs> i was like what are you talking about well you gained like, one here I today hanging, I was hanging out with heart filter yeah super zoom or whatever it's called <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I was so and so at that show. She's like, yeah. "Hey, you were both there to do comedy. You weren't yeah. hanging out, like you know what I mean." Yeah. Like, I, I I started to confuse the two. Right. Well, like, you you could. It's hard to. You might, they might be acquaintances. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they might not be. Yeah. Like, and friends. you and you take it as like friendship because you're just kind to each other. And yeah. Can, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I need to be cordial. You know, yeah. I, like but. Yeah, that's but definitely. That's, I think following up is is a good thing too. And it's 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 like it takes effort, right? Yeah. And and like it takes and and the hard part is like um, I mean, it kind of feeds into my own like ego personality. But a lot of my friends are indecisive. It's like, what do you guys want to do? And then it's like people are like, oh, I don't know. And then like eventually, I'm, I just like fucking give up, and I'm just like, okay, we're going here at this time yeah. on this date. <laughs> we're doing this. <laughs> And then, and then it's like, does anyone have a problem with that? Yeah, yeah. And then people are like, no. And it's like, no. all right, so that's what we're doing. <laughs> right? Like, that, that's like what ends up happening. It's like, okay, we're going to go to Silver City, Richmond Hill, at Ohio 7. We're yeah. going to go see the movie at 9, 9 o'clock. We'll meet for 7. We'll grab some dinner across the street. Yeah. And then we'll go see the movie. And then maybe afterwards we can go back to my place, hang out, play some Catan. Does that yeah. sound good? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Who's not down yeah. for Catan? Yeah. Fuck I fucking love Catan. Catan's the shit. So man. much fun. Well, so see, the, the, now you have, you, we've built a friendship yeah. and we'll play some Catan <laughs> nice. soon. Fucking this down for a, that. And so my final question, this is probably my favorite one, is, um, so you know when you have like a favorite movie uh-huh. and you rewatch it like a, a few, like, you know, like over and over again and every oh, time yeah. you watch it, you catch a new detail? Mm-hmm. Um, I just want you to tell me about a day in your life that's that for you. So if you could wake up tomorrow and you could just re- get to relive that day again, you don't get to change anything. You don't get to do anything differently. You just get to re-experience it as though it's the first time. But then at the, on the other end, you would still have the knowledge. You would be, you know, you would ha- have a second run through it to catch different things. 
Hmm. So I call it, like, what's your best day? Like your kind of Groundhog Day? Kind yeah, of? like, oh, so I'll, I'll tell you mine. It's like, yeah, it, so it's my 19th birthday, and it's, I, I, I had it on December 27th, so my, my, my birthday is December 9th, but just, I was in university, so it was exam time, so we okay. had to push my birthday until right after Christmas. So like we said earlier, like, it ended up being a, uh, a, a visiting for all of, like, the extended family. Yeah, there was yeah. like 45, 50 people there. Almost everyone that I care about in the world was in the same four walls. Nice. And then, so we, we the party started at five o'clock. We went until like two in the morning. We played poker. I won that game. Like, it was a great night all around. Like, yeah. we, had, we had we had appetizers. We had dinner. We yeah. had dessert. We had second dinner. We had drinks. I think we even did a scotch tasting or something at some point in that night. And it was incredible. And like, my girlfriend at the time was there. And it was just... Everything, like, in that moment, talking Bruce Lee or Zen yeah. and stuff, it's, like, everything in that moment made sense in the world. And I would love to be able to go back to, like, re-experience that and just be in that kind of feeling of, like, warmth and togetherness. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, a, like, an amazing day all the way through. Like, the, like you know, I was getting yelled at for most of the day by my mom about cleaning the house because we have people coming over, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. But, like, all of that stress fed into, like, yeah. what you... It's like the you need to bomb in order to kill, right? Like, yeah. so, like, it, it, that was in, all of it in the day. Yeah, I uh, I've got two and they're kind of like on the same trip. Sounds great. And this isn't a hard and fast answer. No, right? my, <laughs> so my girlfriend and I landed and we went to Thailand together. Um, okay. We met separately, so she went ahead of time to Singapore to like see some family, right. and then I flew in from China and then went from China over to Thailand, uh -huh. and then we were just gonna meet each other in Thailand at like the airport and then go spend a, you know I think a week or two weeks there. And uh, on the first night, she really wanted to go to this place called, like, Moon Bar Hotel. And literally, it's, like, 80 floors. You go up to the very top, and the full moon is right there, and it's a full restaurant on top of this roof, like, super fancy. Wow. But it's, everything's in bot. Like, that's their currency. Yeah. And it's crazy cheap. Like, insanely cheap when you do the conversion. You're just like, okay, Jesus Christ. So we had, like, a great meal on there, and then we go down, we were leaving, and we're, as we're going downstairs, we see this kind of this, like, jazz bar, like, a floor down, like, on the 80th floor, which is just nuts. Like, you, it's all glass in this building, you can see the skyline and all the different, like, buildings there, and there's just this band on stage, like, playing some, like, cool jazz, and we, like, chilled, and I drank, I think, uh... Johnny Walker Blue, which is just like so expensive, yeah. insane, and it's like five hundred dollars a bottle. It's smooth and it just yeah. yeah, I think it cost me like five bucks or something for like a glass. You know what I mean? Like, I, it and, and for conversion, for people that don't drink ridiculous. here, like I think buy the glass, you're probably looking at thirty to thirty six oh, yeah, bucks for here. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and maybe maybe more than like yeah. ten bucks, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm just like embellishing it, but yeah, uh, yeah, that was amazing. And then another day, we wanted to go to. Um, this is this is probably the time that I would relive over and over again. We went to this place called Pattaya, which is just two hours from Bangkok. So mm -hmm. we had to take a bus the whole way there. That part kind of sucked, just on this like rickety old well, bus. That's the bomb the part, yeah. Um, and then as soon as we got there and like got tickets, because it was on an island, it was on an island just a little bit away from right. it. We took this speedboat all the way to the island, just like no safety you know yeah what there wasn't like uh life jackets. there's your life jackets in case you need it the guy was like everybody on bah! just like took off the yeah. boats like you know straight up in the air we're just like holy shit like hold on to things yeah. this girl screaming and yeah. uh you get there and like just there's no docks like 
he just pulls up and he goes, all right, I'll come back at the end of the day. <laughs> we're like, okay. <laughs> we just like get off the boat and like walk through the water. And then we're just on this beach and there's all these people like greeting us as we're like coming in, greeting all the tourists and shit. And then uh, there's a guy with a scooter and we wanted to go to the other side of the island because there was a cool like part on the other side. Uh-huh. And the guy's like, I can get you there faster. You, know, you can walk all the way around. It's going to take you all day. And I'm like, okay, cool. The two of us get on this guy's scooter. There's three people on a little like motor-powered scooter. Luckily, your girlfriend's Filipino. Insane, yes. She's like tight in the yeah. middle. I'm on the back like holding on for fucking dear life. Yeah, and you're her backrest, right? Yeah. So you have all of and the I weight. And I have no backrest. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like holding on to the side of this thing. And there's this pathway... There's I've ridden. Giant, I've ridden on the back of a like a sea dude. Yeah. I, I hate it. It's so I hate it because I have such a. You were there for that. I have such a control was, freak. Yeah, yeah. I have I'm such a control way, freak. I like it. I can't. I can't. Like being out of control and be like someone else, especially at high speeds. And like I don't trust my friends. When like, they lean through the corner too, you're supposed to lean with them. Yeah. I, I sit up straight. They're like fucking lean. We're gonna tip over. Yeah. Like, ah, what do you do? But like. Uh, <laughs> Oh, There's it's mountains right like I'm it's, sweating it's right now. Giant, <laughs> it's a giant island with a beach all around it and a m- mountains in the middle with like Buddhist temples and like all this stuff all over the place poking out of the trees. Yeah. And there's this tiny little broken cobblestone trail all the way up the mountain and then down the other side and he's just like just going so fast with both of us just like taking turns. And my adrenaline is like, I've never felt like so much adrenaline spike in my life. Like, I'm going to die and there's a sunset in front, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to die with a sunset in Thailand. Cool. (laughs) Then we get to the other side and it's all kind of like, okay, like, we've got here safe, right? And then we just kind of chilled on a beach. They had a restaurant on a beach and the guy brought me over beer. We ate fresh seafood that they literally just caught. It was cracking open crabs with a stick and there's wild dogs playing but they were like they were cool they weren't gonna kill you, you yeah know what I mean? like they were just beach dogs yeah like, chilling on the side. they were they had that chill made yeah and know? i could relive that like extreme adrenaline almost went to diet and then to complete relaxation like i could do right. that over and over again because yeah. just that difference just that nice like change just beautiful well i mean if you and say you'd gone the other way and you had walked all the way around yeah you, you'd got to that same beautiful spot you you, you would have it would have been it would have been nice yeah. but like you might have gotten there and then you would have been like oh, i'm tired from that yeah. walk and then you wouldn't have been able to appreciate things as yeah, much right yeah. so like you don't know you like which decision like which that. decisions like like go what what way yeah like, so that, that's an, there I, I really so many times too where a scooter would come around the path like come around the corner yeah. and just barely miss them just oh, barely man. miss them reminds me of driving in Italy oh my god the, all, all, all the switchback yeah. things and this is the crazy part is like we don't really use our high beams here yeah. unless we're angry it's like yeah, in Europe like you, you need them cause like they'll they'll like they'll they'll be driving up mountains or, or like and, and hills and stuff and it's literally like you'll go and then you literally have to stop almost to, to dead zero because it's such a hairpin turn right oh, shit. and it's and, the, and then there's no street lights it's at night yeah. so what you have to do is when you're coming to these turns you got to flick your high beams like 18 times oh, yeah, yeah. before because because that's how you tell someone that you know, you're like, you have those corner. mirrors in, in stores when you yeah, come around corners? Yeah, yeah. It's that version. Like, you just have to, like, be like, ah, don't kill me! Yeah, and then yeah. you and then you take the turn. Jesus. And then when, when, like, sometimes, like, you'll be doing that, and then you still, like, almost fucking hit a car going around the corner. And it's just like, and then, I, I like I said, I'm a control freak, yeah. so, like, 
and my dad wasn't driving, and he's I get it from him. Yeah. So like we're both just fucking white knuckling it while our cousin's driving. Oh, and it's just. Fuck. Um, yeah. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, we um we're an hour fifty five, so. Cool. This has been awesome. Man. Yeah. Thanks for awesome. What you know, plug anything? Any any anything you need um, to socials and yeah, all of that stuff. It's at the Johnny Rogers, pretty much on everything. R-O-G. Awesome. Well, it'll be all in the description yeah, too. Yeah, so you, you can know. Click that there too. Pot at Gamers, who's another show I do. Oh. Um, just smoke weed and play video games. Love Beyond. <laughs> For sure. That sounds good. I talk to the co-host. And we gotta get more guests on. He's not very, like, uh, he's not, like, trying to be an entertainment personality. Right. So I'm trying to get him used to, like, this new well, hosting it's, aspect. You, you gotta, uh, maybe just have to pitch to him as, like, a marketing thing. It's yeah. just, like, if you want to keep doing this, like, yeah. you you bring people on, like, on people, people enjoy yeah. it, right? And, like, I think for me... I was thinking about doing like a solo podcast, which I I, I am like like I'm you know in the process of recording them. Yeah. I call, I'm gonna call it like it's nippy outside. It's where I just go walk around and just record myself talking. Huh? It's basically like uh, chronicling my descent into madness type okay. of thing. Yeah, you know? but <laughs> that's uh, like that, that that's it. why <laughs> I, I wanted to like I, I like having guests because it, yeah. it's less work. Right, it is and also time. I just like talking to people. Time, right? You know, like you yeah. just. You, I feel you, man. That's why the fusion of responsibility. I feel like I'm looking into the past of when I did this same thing. Yeah, <laughs> same it's Yeti like, mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, it's, it's a <laughs> good one, man. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, for what what you're what you're getting and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, once I get a, a job that can sustain me financially, maybe I'll get a second one, and then I can get the arms and stuff, and like yeah, get the add the you, you know add the add some like production quality to this. But until then, this works great. Hundred you know? percent, yeah. Well, thanks, Kev, for doing it. Thanks, yeah. And uh, let's uh, let's talk like humans now. Let's thanks, not let's stop good. performing. I had to pee so bad. If you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, good. Do I go in the middle of this or just hold?